following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. You're never gonna make it, you're not good enough There's a million other people with the same stuff You really think you're different, and you must be kidding Think you're gonna hit it, but you just don't get it It's impossible, it's not probable, you're irresponsible Too many obstacles, you gotta stop it, yo You gotta take it slow, you can't be a pro Don't waste your time no more Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I don't give a damn if you say you disapprove I'm gonna make my move, I'm gonna make it soon And I'll do it cause it's what I wanna fucking do Cause all these opinions and all these positions They come in and... Hello, hello, hello Today we are sponsored by the GHU Game Station This is a fun one. It's for adults, kids, parties, whatever you want. It's the GHU Game Station. It's a gaming trailer with Xbox, PlayStation, VR, etc. It has current and retro-gen gaming experience, and the best part is you can use this trailer any time of the year. For us in New York, it's starting to get cold out. So what's dope is that it's heated during the winter, um, and it's covered if it's raining outside during the fall time like it is now. Um, The nice days are probably over. (laughs) So I don't know if the doors will be open on it, but if you book them in the summertime, the doors are wide open. Uh, you need something to spice up your party or event, check them out at GameHedgeUnited.com or on Facebook at capital G, period, capital H, period, capital U, Game Station. And with that, good evening, ladies and gents. I am Duvet. And I'm Jay. What a fucking week of events, huh? <laughs> I hate, I hate combat sports. <laughs> well, this week has been absolutely batshit wild when it comes to UFC rosters. When it comes to um, the, the boxing side of things, on the on the only real, I think it's it's like one of the biggest matches. I think it's it, for sure. It's a huge match. It's and and it's for huge. it to go downhill, kind of is bullshit. Um. But I, I don't know. There's a lot of I don't know. I don't know if you pay much attention to BKFC. Uh, I don't know if you know. I still who, catch uh, up on the news here. And there. Do you know who Melvin uh, Gillard? Yeah. Gillard. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, anybody that doesn't know who he is, he's the guy that made Nate Diaz's eyebrow the one that always bleeds. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, no and you don't know how Nate got how his uh, eyebrow is scar tissued up, you have to go watch. Nate Diaz versus Melvin. It's because of that man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'll just I'll start it with the PKFC. Um, so Melvin got denied to fight next weekend in Denver by the uh, Athletics Commission of Denver. Mm. The the boxing the 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 boxing. I think it's ABC that does it. The Boxing Association. Oh shit. Um, they said he was. His health was unfit. Um, he's not on a winning streak. He's on a terrible losing streak through MMA and uh, BKFC. He's 0-4 in the BKFC. Um, is he on... He's on a massive losing streak. That's all I know. Um, he was supposed to fight in February, and the Florida Commission said he was not healthy to fight either. Mm. He has been knocked out quite a few times in his last in his losing streak. Mm. And now he was supposed to fight either next weekend or the weekend after and in Colorado 
And I told him no. Mm. So with that being said, um, I know we, you know, we didn't really have this in our things to talk about, but how do you feel like combat sports wise? Do you think this is something, do you think it's simply because it's bare knuckle that they're like, Hey, you can't take no more head damage. Whereas if he was fighting PFL, you know, one, one of those with gloves on, you think they would let him slide? Or do you think this is something that some, like, they kind of look past it for UFC fighters or PFL fighters or MMA fighters in general? Uh, well, I don't know if that question's clear, if I kind of worded it all weird, but if you need me to reword it. Yeah, I'll you might have to reword out. that uh, one. So, I think I know what you're saying. But. So, in other words, do you think this is just a bare knuckle thing, or do you think this is, like, something they do in the MMA world as a whole? I think well, our well, combat sports sports world as a whole. Well, this I mean, how how often have we seen it? Is is this like the first time we've seen it? This is the first time I've ever seen it. Um, I don't know. Like I, I understand because obviously BKFC, you're getting hit with just it's a street fight. Yeah, I mean, I would. I think it, I think now it just comes to like we gotta look out for the guy. I agree because I mean, if you've been on a losing streak, knockout losing streak. Yeah, um, you you can only take so much. So I think this is more about protecting the fighter than anything else. I mean, in that case, I've never really seen anything like that. I don't think I've ever seen it in the boxing world. I don't think I've seen it in but, MMA, and that's just I, the MMA in a whole. Yeah, but like, I will say that. Like, I will say this though, with how crazy like concussions and CTE and all this other stuff that's like in play now is, like. I think it's important that people can make decisions like this for other people, though. It just, you know, just to try and keep people away from, like, themselves, you know, because what? I mean, how we've UFC's been around for, like, what, 30 years now? Uh, like boxing's been around for a while. Yeah, boxing's been around for God knows how long. Like, you know, like, people have been taking punishment to the head for ever. ever. Yeah, it, I it, mean, it's been bare, underground fighting. Bare-knuckle fighting's been a thing since the fucking, the, like, I'm sure since... Yeah. Ancient days. No, ancient days. So, like, my thing is, like, we're just now starting to, like, see what, like, brain damage and all this other stuff can do to you over time. <laughs> I think, excuse me, I think um in today's world, like, we need people like like this. Or we need, I'm not saying that we need more of this because that would kill the sport, obviously. But, yeah. like, for obvious, re- like, for obvious guys, like, Gilliard. Who, who literally, like Jay pointed out, been on a losing streak, who've been taking so much damage overall, been getting knocked out left and right. Like, there's only so much that you can see before you're like, all right, we can let this guy go. Like, no, no. Nah. I, 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 for from my personal understanding, I, I like what they're doing because I think this should happen not more often. Like I said, I, it would kill the sport. But in more cases where we see, we see guys. We know what they signed up for, yeah. right? And they know what they signed up for. Yeah. But you still have to take precautions. And I know we're combat sports things, but if anybody that follows football, look at Tua and look at uh, Hines last night. Yeah. Like, Hines. Like, you got to really take that stuff serious. It don't matter if you're fighting or what sport you're in. At some point, you have to be like, these guys know that they signed up to get hit hard and they got, they're signing up to get hit by some heavy hitters. But... At the same time, it's like we have to protect them still because you don't want to see people losing their lives or, you know, do the brain damage and all that. Nah, like, and you see, like, it's 
You know, I I think I personally think we need more of that. We need so somebody to save the article. People. I looked up the article that I read earlier, um, and I always use MMA Junkie as one of my things. But they updated the article at eleven twenty this morning, um, and it said that, and this is quotes. Um, after doing due dil- diligence, the executive director Patrick Cunningham found a serious concern with the health of Mel- Melvin Gillard. ABC said in a statement then, the association also placed Gilliard on a suspension pending a neurological exam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. on a seven-fight losing streak. Yeah, no, that tells you everything you need to know. And right his there. most recent loss was a 59-second knockout uh, by Joe Riggs. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think this is just another way for them to tell him that, yeah, bro, I think. I think it's time for him to hang it up. Yeah, I mean, you um, got you got life after fighting to think about. So oh, that's the thing. He's only 39. And... I mean, if you ask me, 39 is not old, but at the same time, it's like in the fighting world, 39 is Yeah, we don't, see, we don't see many 39-year-olds active. No. And, and I mean, you hardly see them in – well, now in the UFC, the older age seems to be kind of a thing, but that's soon going to phase out. These guys are going to end up retiring at 37, 38. Yeah, like Glover Teixeira is obviously like the only exception because Glover is Glover, I mean, at this point. Yeah, and uh, – um. Alexi Olenek. Mm-hmm. That dude's out here still strangling fucking people. That's another one. So, But he, uh, in a sense, though, it's like, I, I don't know. I, I like that they're taking the steps to protect these guys. You need that. For me, um, I do think they need it. I know they signed up to get punched in the face and kicked in the head, but, like, at the same time, you don't want these guys dying on your watch. No, bro. Like, and you like just in the worst case scenario, we got to avoid that. And people think like you know, you know, like it's that we're being like some people might say it's soft or whatever. But yeah, think about it. Like, God forbid somebody gets knocked out last round or something, they're not waking up. Family's there. Like, that's scary shit. Yeah, so and we want to avoid shit like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, like I said, I do like what they're doing. I would like to not – I don't want to see it more, like you said. I don't want to no. see it happening more because then you're taken away from some people. But it is nice to see them actually yeah, that's a taking step. steps. And for this dude to get denied a fighting license in Florida and in Colorado, who who's going to give him one? No. Anyone that gives him one um, you just want mush brains at that is, is probably going to get a lot of backlash from the fighting community and probably from – yeah. Any other states, doctors, stuff like that. Yeah, like I said, man, it's just when it not it's not good in all cases. It's only good in cases where it's evident. And this is one of those cases where you look at everything, it's evident that this yeah. guy should probably hang it up, bro. And that this is probably happening for a very good reason. <clears throat> yeah, I um it sucks cuz he's you know, even though he's on a losing streak, he is a tough dude. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like how many times are you going to get your ass whooped and take brain damage? I mean, I can't see any of these fighters in the BKFC having careers as long as people doing like the UFC and stuff. I just don't see it happening. No. I mean, a lot of these guys now you're seeing them they're 4 0 oh, and 4, 4 and 0, oh, 5 and 1, whatever. If these guys have I'd be shocked if any of these guys have anything over 10 fights, 15 fights unless they got crazy head movement and don't get hit. You know? Yeah. Maybe these um maybe these uh Fighters that take a lot less damage, maybe, but guys that go to war in and out, I don't see it happening. That's just, I don't know. That's the way I look at it. But 
I just wanted to bring that up because it, it's an interesting topic. Um, like I said, it's the first time I've ever seen it. You said it's the first time you've ever seen it, so I just figured when I seen it, it was something that I just wanted to get bring up and get your perspective on it and nah, see what you what you feel about it. Um, but going into that. Uh, I've been waiting to talk about this one all day. Hey, man. I mean, and, honestly, the floor is yours for this one. An Aspen lad. Oh, yeah. So, need my little energy boost. Um, So, I told you, this one has a fish market written all over it. This mm-hmm. is a little fishy to me. Um, I know she's had trouble making weight, which is not an unknown thing. Um, However... I think with a lot of these fighters that have been leaving the UFC lately, um, it, it, it's got a lot of people's heads turning probably to looking towards getting paid better, more money. And obviously, places like the PFL are going to just hand out money if they got it. I'm sure they got spare money because they, they pay their fighters well, but they do it tournament style. So they don't have to pay these guys. I love it, that. Your bonus is winning it all. Like, you have to fight for your money. I, I love that shit. Though, yeah, I do, right? too. <laughs> I wish they would change up the style a little bit. Yeah. But other than that, I don't mind the tournament stuff. Like, side note, if they did the tournament stuff with, like, one rules, that'd be fire. Yeah. Like, that'd be fire. Like, that's all I'm saying. That'd be so, awesome. I think the first time she's ever missed weight, and I might be wrong on this, but that I remember is in 2018... She missed weight against uh, Leslie Smith, hmm. I think it was, in 2018. Um, the fight was canceled because Leslie said she didn't want to fight an opponent that's overweight. <laughs> that's her right to say. And, you know, it, it's whatever. I don't know. I think she should have taken the fight anyways, but that's just my own personal opinion. Uh, who cares? You already get half the purse, win or lose. I mean, you're still walking out of there with more money than you were going to get to begin with. So... Why not? Go in there and do what you love and, you know, yeah. kind of do it. And then that's just, like I said, that's just me. But um, then she barely made weight uh, against Durandamy in mm. 2019. Um, oh, there's a history here. Yeah, so she weighed in f- two pounds overweight Oof. in the bantamweight. I think she came in at 138 instead of 136, which is the max. Oof. Um. And Durandamy said, let me fight her. And uh, she knocked her out in 16 seconds. Oh, man. Um, and snapped a three-fight win streak. And had she would had Lad would have won that fight, she probably would have fought for the title. So I think things get fishy. And like I said, I know she has a history of missing weight. But I think, and, and this might have to be something the UFC has to add in a contract or something. There's no way... That she misses weight, gets kicked off the roster, and now has free reign to do whatever she wants. And a week later, maybe even less than a week, she signs with the PFL. Um, To me, it sounds like she wanted out of her contract. That sounds like facts. Um, Because there is no women's featherweight division in the UFC. Mm-mm. Nunes holds that title, but there's nobody there to fight for that title. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Dying division. It, 100%. <laughs> it, it is. It's a dead division. And, I mean, at this point, they might as well just kill the division and say, yo, Nunez, listen, you're still a double champ no matter what, but we're just – you're never going to defend it, so we're just going to hang that belt up. Flyweight. Yeah. Well, flyweight is what? Shevchenko. That's Shevchenko, yeah. Yeah, featherweight is Nunez. 
Yeah. Um, and then but like Juliana said, and then bantamweight yeah. is thirty-five. Yeah, is uh, Nunes as well. So with that, it's like uh, to me, and this is kind of like my little conspiracy theory on this is that like Lad knows she's never going to hold the title, mm-hmm. especially with Pena holding down the one spot and Nunes holding down the the title. I mean, I'm sorry, but right now those two to me. They look like the only one that can beat them is each other. Is each other. And I think that other than that, everyone underneath that, I think, Which is kind has of... an okay chance, but I don't think a very successful one. Mm, yeah. um, so for me, I think that Lad missed weight on purpose to be let go so she can go compete at a weight that she can make um, and get that super fight with Kayla Harrison mm. and get paid money. Big might, money. Might as well. Um, so for me, I think Aspen Ladd kind of did this on purpose. I think she kind of knew, like, okay, I've missed weight twice. I'm going to miss weight now. And they're probably going to cut me. <laughs> probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. You miss weight three times, you're bound to get cut. It doesn't matter. I mean, I shouldn't say it doesn't matter who you are. But you're yeah. bound to get cut if... um. Not that she's not good, but if you're somebody of her stature, you're probably getting cut. That's It's as simple as that. I guess that's how I'll put it. Um, and I think that's what she wanted. I think she wanted out. So for me, I think the UFC needs to put some something in their contract. Because I think she might set some sort of precedent for other people now to be like, oh, shit, I can just get – I don't have to fight out my contract. I can just miss weight a couple times, never have to fight for the UFC again, and they're just going to cut me. And now I can go make more money over here. It's to me, it, it it's a it's a smart way to get out of your contract. But also, I don't know the back end of those contracts. Do they owe a couple, some money back? Do they just get cut fair and free and call it a day? Um, that's just some more research I would have to do into the depths of UFC contracts. But I mean, outside of that, it, it's just I don't know the UFC. If they want to keep some of their people, they might have to say, "Yo, if you miss weight X amount of times." You're cut, but you can't join another organization for a year, or something to that effect. You know that's, what I mean? Um, and that's just my own personal opinion. No, I mean, something. it's kind of harsh, but at the same time, I don't think there should be an easy way out. Nah, I think yet. it's kind of bullshit that people can just miss weight, get cut, and then jump into another league. It's like, no, yeah, you're you're 100 percent correct. So. I don't know that. That's just kind of my little take on it. Um. And like I said, that's why I think it's kind of fishy that she's just like, mm, let me just miss weight, and then a week later you're signed with the PFL. It's almost like they were her and the PFL were having conversations prior. Yeah. And she was like, he was like, just miss weight, see what happens. Hey Dana White, hit tampering. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Might as well. But like, man. I don't know. So that's I guess that's kind of my little take on the Aspen Lad shit. Um, <laughs> it kind of it kind of makes me upset because she is a good fighter. Yeah. But at the same time, I think what makes me more upset is that she just missed weight. And you can't be reliable for shit. Yeah. But now she's going to go fight um, in the uh, flyweight division. We'll see. See how that goes over there. I think. I mean, she'll like the bread. She'll like the bread, though. Yeah, but I mean, still, she's got to fight. I mean, Kayla Harrison's no fucking slouch. Kayla yeah, Harrison was going to super fight Nunes at one point, I think. Yeah. And, and so Juliana Pena said, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, Kayla Harrison's fucking good. And mm-hmm. I wish the UFC would start doing crossover shit with other um, combat sports yeah. uh, leagues. Just because I think we could get some serious. I still think that. Well, 
like we're in a lifetime where that could happen. Though. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But like, I've been wanting to see this fight because everyone claims he's the best fighter in MMA right now. Um, is Pitbull? Mm, yeah. And I'm like, mm, he's good. Don't get me wrong, dude's nasty. But everyone's like, oh, I want to see him fight Volk. I think he beats Volk. There ain't not a fucking person in this world in that weight division that's beaten Volk. There's no way. Yeah, Volk is Volkanovski will literally fucking slaughter him. And and that's I'm not and like I said, obviously UFC always has the, some of the top talent, and there's always gonna, there might be a guy over there that's better than him. Mm-hmm. But right now, I don't think any of them guys fucking. I don't think anyone in any other thing could beat him. Would I pay for that fight? A hundred percent. But I don't know. I feel like you could make a, a a belt simply based on the crossover of like who really is the best of the best at this weight class. That is true. That'd be awesome though. Like just like a one event where you all gotta come together. Yeah, or do it PFL style with a little tournament. Yeah, like a Grand Prix or something. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And 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 make a belt simply based off of that. Yeah. And that's it. And and it's just a little crossover thing. UFC gets a cut, the PFL gets a cut. One gets a cut, LFA gets a cut. Like let whoever the fuck wants to join it, join it. Yeah, nah, I agree with you on that. I don't know. That's just, I, I mean, that's just my little perspective. Nah, you're good, bro. I agree. I don't with know, that man. Though. I, I, I um, don't know. Nah, nah, <laughs> but uh, you, you make good points though. So that's what I'm saying. So, uh, but as far as the Aspen Lad thing, yeah, um, Dana just hit them with a the tampering, bro. Because at that point, that's what it was. So it's gotta be that. That's what it was. Like that's kind of that's real fishy. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So for me, that's kind of what I'm looking at. It's like, yo, how the fuck do you miss weight? And another company's like, hey, over yeah, here, no way. we got you. No Don't worry. Way. They know this. Like she had to know she was ready to get picked up by somebody else. Yeah. yeah she. But you know, that's another thing. I remain professional. A week. Yeah, that's crazy. They should at least wait it a month. Yeah, you don't even, <laughs> hey, we give two week resignation letters out. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Week? Man. Hey, <laughs> anyway. Go get your bread, though. You're good. <laughs> anyway, um, this one, I don't think this point is going to be too long, but I saw it pop up that Frankie Edgar's last fight will be UFC 281. And I just wanted to give the thoughts on that. Ending in a first-round KO, Frankie's done. He ain't yeah. even going to be able to put his gloves in the middle of the octagon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they did say it's his last fight, so maybe it's not even up to him. Or maybe he just made his mind up already. Uh, but UFC 281, I mean, the fact that he's fighting on the card makes the card even bigger than what it is. Yeah, I mean, he's another guy. No slouch, but at the same time, it's like he's kind of in that Donald Cerrone era of like, now you're just getting fucking knocked out by everybody. Yeah. It, it's time. It, there is a point in time. Where you just need, and to this is up. and this is one of those cases yeah. where you feel like it's it's already. He's had a great career though, Frank Edgar. Oh, hundred percent. Frank Edgar has been that guy. So I, I only, you know, there's not really much going on this weekend, folks. As you know, uh, so this is one of those things that just popped up. Uh, but I think that's a little interesting development. Maybe it's not so much, but I will be watching 281 as I'm sure Jay will be too. So oh, hundred percent. Hopefully, uh, he doesn't get killed. And hopefully, you know, it's like, it's it's a good way to go out. But right now, the way Jay is describing it, this guy might get murdered. Yeah. Um, just to throw in there, uh, our sponsor, GHU, is throwing a tournament that day. Oh, wow. Uh, an NBA 2K23 tournament on the same day as the uh, Pereira-Izzy fight at 87 buff. 
Damn. So, a little, little extra ad advertisement for these boys. <laughs> Damn, y'all, y'all had to do it on that day, though, man? They, like, they did it because at 87 Buff, they hold the fights. They show the fights, too. So, yeah, so you get to play in the tournament. Tournament's free to enter. There is, I think it's a $300 grand prize bro, if you win it all. Bro, can't, I know y'all sponsor. If you check them out on, if y'all check them out on Facebook, uh, you'll find their, they'll find it up there, all the rules, everything in there, if anyone's from the Niagara Falls area. Does that mean we can't apply? No, we can go. Oh, I'm in. I, I want to bust somebody in 2K. I was just done for There's some 2K. dogs, bro. <laughs> the last, the one, I think it was last year they had one. There's some dogs oh. out there. Oh, yeah. And the first team is randomized. Oh, motherfuckers awesome. were getting so mad because they were pulling like, um, like the Detroit Pistons, and somebody else was getting like Golden State, and they're like, oh. "How is this even fucking fair?" It's like, "Hey, bro, if you're nasty, you could win with whoever the yeah, fuck you yeah. got." Come on, man, <laughs> defensive settings for a reason. But uh, I'll be there, <laughs> and if you're there, I mean, y'all could come meet us. Oh no, I'll be there. Um, have fun. It's a like I said, it's a free to enter tournament. It's oh. fucking. Oh no, I'll be there. I'll probably register. So Stop yeah, playing. so <laughs> if y'all want to come watch the fights with us, and uh. Give us your thoughts live. We'll be there. Um, That's a and great... you get a free entry into a tournament and can walk out with three hundred bucks if you're nasty. Oh, we there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you so go. A little free ad in the middle of all this for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we, I mean, if we wind up to be working that. That's cool. But I just, you know, I'm giving somebody to work. Oh, on I'm sticks. just gonna be there just to be there drinking yeah. and yeah, get my ass whooped in two K because I'm a terrible fucking two K oh, player. Oh no, man, I want to. Mm. I, I want to see everybody. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're going to go to a fight announcement that got announced this week, which I'm actually super excited for. Maybe I'm probably like one of those only guys that's excited. I'm sad for. I wasn't here last week. I know. Because everyone kept telling me, no, dude, he's really done. No, the fuck he wasn't. He Kevin Holland is not done. Kevin Holland. <laughs> Just because he posted on Instagram. I don't mean to cut you off. But because good, he posted on Instagram and said, huh, maybe I'm going to go find out what I should do next. This motherfucker ain't done. Come on now. This dude enjoys, even though he got mauled, which is whatever. Um, it's against. Uh, yeah. I don't know that energy level that Hamzat brings is fucking wild. But no, beyond I, that, um, I know he's not. I knew he wasn't done. There's no fucking way. No man. And but, this fight right here, whoo, this is the fight they both want because Holland doesn't have to worry about wrestling. Wonder Boy doesn't have to worry about wrestling. They're literally going to go in there and just fucking fight. Piece each other up. Yeah, and if y'all are, you know, these people that are just like, oh, I hate watching them wrestle. This is MMA. Yeah, mixed martial arts, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wrestling and Mm -hmm. jiu-jitsu, sambo, all that shit is part of this. Like, deal with it. But if you want to see two guys that can throw hands, this fight's fucking fire. They announced Wonder Boy, Steven Thompson versus Kevin Holland. Now... I'm low-key. I say low-key because I am low-key. I don't really rep him too much. But low-key, I am a huge Wonder Boy fan. No, oh, you got to. got to be. Like, all right, man. This guy is, like, I don't know if you've, like, taken the time to actually watch, like, some of his, like, just personal vlogs or whatever. This guy is just, like, he's just so nice. And he's just so cool. So down to earth. He's He's literally everyone that talks about him and literally says I can't talk shit to him because he's the nicest person in the yeah, UFC. Yeah, like come on, man, Wonder Boy's awesome. Well, he might have competition against Lee now, Lee Jingliang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but the, like, but like the guy is just such a class act. And on top of that, he's actually pretty like good to watch when when it comes to fighting. Like his training is kind of like his training is like a little. I'm not gonna lie, his legs go through hell, but oh yeah, um, the, I. 
I just I can't wait. When like, you have that karate style, though, you have to. You yeah, have to like, have conditioned legs. Yeah, like killing your kill- legs are so far in front of you. If you don't have good leg conditioning, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that little rolling thing that he does to his shins to kill yeah. his nerves and shit. Like, bro, who? Have you ever done that to your shins? Oh yeah, it's fucking painful. It hurts. You think you think getting hit by your fucking bicycle pedal when you were nine years old to the shin fucking hurt? Get your shins rolled. <laughs> and my man says that he does that all the time. Yeah. Like at first, it started to hurt because. He's, you're literally killing the nerves, which are yeah. with the, with the thing. So that way, kicks don't come as hard, which is insane. But honestly, though, like you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm just only reason why I'm so excited is because Kevin Holland's style to mesh with what Wonder Boy is gonna bring as far as like kick game wise and striking wise, like bro, we're gonna be in for a mixed bag of like. Arsenal, like I, I, I think these guys are gonna get creative. They're probably gonna have fun. I already know Kevin's gonna talk shit, and I expect Wonder Boy to literally just feed into it and and, and just have fun. I'm gonna with go it. ahead and say this is gonna be the fight Kevin Holland doesn't talk shit. Yeah, I mean it's Stephen Thompson. Come on, Hi, what what? Well, like you, you, you know what I mean? Say? Like in, in Kevin Holland's terms of talking shit, it's just Kevin Holland talking. Yeah, like, I could see him getting. I could, maybe yeah. You know what? I take that back because I could see him getting kicked in the leg and be like. Oh, <laughs> bitch, that hurt. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like I want that though. I'm wait because I, I know Wonder Boy's gonna like. Like, hey, bro, quit kicking me. All right. Yeah. Like this. This is gonna be. I, I just. I'm so excited for this fight. I think. I think they. They got something here with this one. I'm not predicting fight of the night or nothing like that. But I think. I think no, I'm might. predicting fight of the oh, night. Oh, word. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. come on. I'll give you that. Oh, dude, this is a fight. Dude, this could be a main <laughs> event in itself. They wanted to do. Nate Diaz versus Hamzat as, like, the fucking no-belt, you know, fight of the year type. This right here, you could have put this as a main fight on a no-title fight card. Main event, you fucking could've. 290, you and I mean, when you talk about, about non-title belts this year, though, it just depends, but that's one of them. But I just mean as, like, a headline. Yeah. Like, that was, I think, what, one of the first cards this year? Yeah. Where it was just, it was a pay-per-view fight. With no titles on the line. Yeah, no, that's true. This right here could be a pay. This right here could be a pay per view with no titles on the line. Yeah, I, I do like. I mean, obviously. Wait, did they announce when it was gonna happen? Um, if you could do that real quick. I don't. I think it was this. Was it December? I I swear that's what they said too. I just. I, I think they. I think they were aiming for the December card. Oh, so yeah, that might that might be added on to John Jones and Stipe thing. Hopefully. Ooh. Uh December third, they're a fight night. It's a free card. Oh, okay. So they'll be headlining they'll be headlining the December third uh UFC fight night, Thompson versus Holland. Oh wow. In the welterweight division. <laughs> well, I mean, that that is just a barn burner. Like UFC I love fight, this night, fight night. Yeah, UFC Personally. fight night, you got me. You got me hooked. It's on a free that. fight and it's a hell of a fucking free fight. Yeah, no. Nah. Like I said, you could literally people would pay for this. Now that I know that it was free, now that I know it's free, oh yeah. I'm definitely on that. Uh but I'm I'm excited. I know you're excited yeah, too. Yeah, I'm super pumped. This for that is fight. this is I think this is needed for both guys. But Yeah, because um, it's not listen, neither of these guys know they're winning. They know they're not winning a title. They know it. Yeah. Kevin Holland knows it. Steven Thompson knows it. He knows because he can't – it's not that he can't wrestle, but he's not going to be able to out-wrestle these people. Yeah, no way. You know what I mean? So it's like 
It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're just here to have fun. They're here to have fun, put on shows for the fans, and that's it. And I think that's what they know it. That's why they don't give a shit. That's why Holland does what Holland does. <laughs> and Thompson just wants to go out there and have fun. He even said himself he don't want to fight wrestlers. Yeah. So so to me, that tells me he knows he's not winning a title. He just wants to do what he wants to do, what he loves to do, and what he signed up to do. Yep. So and I'm I mean, in. Anytime them two are on a card, I'm I'm always exactly. In. I mean, you know, as the fight gets closer, we'll we're gonna talk more about yeah, it. I'll but... literally tune in, watch their fight, and tune the fuck out if I don't give a shit. Who's yep. Next. I mean, it's... but hey, December third is uh. The fight night day for this, so hey, at least we know the date ahead of time, and I'm I'm tr- truly excited. Yep, they're the only fight on that card right now, so truly excited. I mean, it's obviously too um, time, but so the last thing we want to talk about is like our MMA portion was so obviously you know we have Oliver and Makachev coming up, and there's different ways you could talk about certain fights. And I was talking to one of my good buddies today, who I work with, um, and. We were talking about this fight, but it wasn't like usual styles or, you know, like the usual stuff when you talk about a big fight. We were just talking about like, you know, some fights come with fight hype where like so much is built around it where like it's expected to do something that, you know, people out of, expect out of like the norm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we, we expect like a big fight atmosphere, which it is. Yep. And importance in any fight. If there's something important on the line, then... It makes it even bigger or a bit bigger. So it it brought us a question today, like off of fight hype and importance type stuff, you know, where would you rank Makachev and Oliveira already before it even happens? Like just the build up to it, everything we've seen so far, like everything, like where would you rank it? You know what? I'll say how, where would you rank it? for As far as UFC events this year, because we've had some crazy events. Okay, I would say if we're talking all time, I got it at four. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty good one. Um, so I'll say, so at, at all time, um, I put it at four behind McGregor, Habib, That's McGregor, one. Diaz, one, and McGregor, Diaz, two. Yeah, arguably. Those. And then and then it would go Oliveira, Makachev. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I would put it at all time. As of this year. It's hard this um, year. This year was a little rough. <sighs> that's my thing. Ranking it this year is kind of hard. I would probably. I'm gonna put it at two. Yeah. And I'm gonna. What I'm gonna put at one <laughs> is gonna be Izzy Pereira. Mm. And mm. then I'm gonna put this at number two. No, that makes sense though. It's a good one. Um, I, Usman versus Edwards two would have came close, but if we could have got that this year, if we or sorry, if we could have got three this year, that probably would have been it. Yeah. Um, but there wasn't really a lot of fight hype behind. Usman and Leon. I mean, there was, but there wasn't. Because, like, they fought fucking in, what, 2016? Yeah. Weren't we the ones talking, though, about that the week before? Didn't we say, like, yo, wouldn't it be crazy if Leon Edwards knocked this guy out? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I guess, but if you look at it building up to the fight. Yeah. There's not much to it. Yeah, because everybody was just talking about like it was Leon's more about gonna get destroyed, which he was. Yeah, it was more about it, it was about more about Kamaru getting that record. It, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think the the fight hype behind it wasn't all that crazy. Yeah. The after story is the crazy part. Yeah, That's was, why to me it's not up there. Because yeah. w- if we're talking fight hype build up, mm-hmm. it's just the fight hype just wasn't there. Um I think with uh 
Yeah. Izzy and Pereira, obviously that's a history. Oh, and Pereira's just come in torching motherfuckers. And now it's like, oh shit. Like what? Dude, he did it the he did it the old style way though. I like that shit. He literally just said, Yo, I'm gonna go to wherever you are. I'm gonna go yeah. to wherever you are and I'm just gonna earn my shot. And literally this man walked in through those doors and just started like knocking people out, bro. Yeah. And on and on top of that, he just makes it look so like um effortless. It's kind of scary. Yeah, it's it's definitely scary. Um, cause like, I don't know. You look at, I guess you could go. It's tough because like Francis and Cyril Gon started the year off. Yeah, that was highly anticipated, but like I, I you know, like it's one of those fights. Like it went five rounds. I'm shocked that it was a Cyril good fight. Gon too. went five rounds. Yeah. Um, you look at that, Izzy and Whitaker. Mm, that was, um, um, was I mean, that's always going to have fight hype behind it, but I don't know. Uh, Colby and Jorge. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that had good build up behind it, but I don't think it was really a lot. It wasn't important. There was really no importance to I, it. At, at three, I would probably put Volk in the Korean zombie because the Korean zombie was doing his fucking thing. Yeah, that was. And then Volk was. Volk is obviously Volkanovsky, so no matter who he's fighting. Yeah, so everybody was waiting for that. I mean, it turned out to be such a sad thing, but... Oh, God, the Korean zombie, poor guy. Yeah, I'm, um, so, I'm sorry for that, man, bro. Oliveira Gaethje. It was there, but I think a lot of people knew what it was. And yeah. I don't think the fight build-up for that was... Um, and, um, and that's crazy, because, like, real quick, like, you know how we say, when it comes to fight importance, or, like, the fight hype and the importance together, like, this, this could be the biggest fight of the year. Um, uh, depending what the end of the year looks like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, like, cause look, even if you look within that division, obviously, like the lightweight division is probably the division that everybody talks about when it comes to the UFC, and then you throw on top of that, yeah, uh, um, what, what was I gonna say? Yeah, you throw on top of that that like it's Oliveira versus the second coming of Khabib. <laughs> so I'm actually gonna move. Now that I'm sitting here thinking, I'm going to move Makachev and Islam down to three. I got to put Pena versus Nunes at two, the second one, where Nunes got her title back. No, that was huge. Because that was huge. after what Pena, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, after what Pena did, did to her the first fight, that second fight, obviously a lot of people say, oh, it's a girl fight. There's not much hype behind them. Nah, if you pay attention to the sport and you're a big fan of the sport, the build-up to this was nuts because yeah. what Pena did to Nunez in that first fight to take the title from Nunez was fucking wild. Yeah, and they delivered. You you know they're they're going to do the trilogy and it's going to deliver regardless. Like, yeah, and I think, but I just I, I'm going to have to put I'm going to have to put that at two. Yeah, and then put Makachev and Oliveira. Yeah, I I, but like I said, like in a division like that where yeah, Michael Chandler who's an exciting fighter. Yeah, Justin Gage he's an exciting fighter. Michael Chandler. Just- Michael Chandler's putting on, like, you know, there was, like, fighter of the years. If you could just take everything type shit, like, just everything that they've been involved in, they didn't even got to throw in the L's. Yeah, so many on. people are saying, like, he, I think me, are saying they want him cut because he hasn't won a fight. No. I'm like, like, bro, I'm like, listen, well, Michael, he beat Ferguson, but it's like, why? He, dude, he came from uh, Bellator. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't know. He was over there just torturing competition. And he jumped over here and sparked Dan Hooker off the rip. 
Yeah, don't get it twisted, bro. I he's th- a good fighter. I just think he's 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 got to learn um, the competition levels and that it ain't just all fucking. That sentence came out fucking wild. <laughs> he's gonna. It ain't. That's fine. I think. I think he's. I think he beats Dustin Poirier. Oh, I do too. He's gonna beat Dustin. Oh, Poirier. I think so. And I think that's just gonna that's gonna shut all this shit down. Yeah, I think if he, I think if he would have went out there with a different uh, game plan against Oliveira, I think he could have beat Oliveira. No, he was close to. Um, is he a better wrestler than Oliveira? No, no. But do I think that if he was prepared to wrestle with Oliveira, I think he would have stood a better chance. Um. I still think he would have got choked out, but I don't think it would have been that soon. I think it would have been like a fourth round choke out. Yeah. Um, but now, like, Michael, like, as I'm saying, in a division where you got Justin Gaethje, who's like a gladiator that everybody loves, yeah. Michael Chandler's the same way, uh, fighting all these exciting fights, exciting style. Like, so for Oliveira and Makachev, like, you're, you're literally main eventing uh, with the the, big, the biggest division in you in the UFC, like two two of the best wrestlers, yeah, and like two, the two best wrestlers, yeah, and I'm not gonna lie to y'all, Charles Oliveira looked like a dog, bro. Like I don't know what's Have going on. You seen the yeah? He looks like he's in like you know how like people say like when actors play like certain people and they take themselves to like dark places to get into character. Yeah, I feel like this is. <laughs> I feel like this is equivalent to that because yeah, Charles just looks completely, completely different, completely zoned in, completely different look. He looks pissed like he has something to prove. Yeah, bro. What was that movie with Stone Cold Steve Austin where he went and they put him on an island? Oh, um, Condemned. The Condemned. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's what this this dude just went and lived like a real life battle royale. And fucking came back the champ, and now he's like, I'm ready for and, fucking and, war. And, like, and he looks violent. And that's what I'm saying. You look at him, you're like, yo, Charles Oliveira looks crazy. But then you look on the other side, yeah. and Makachev don't look any less dangerous either. No. It's so, this like, fight. this this look, this fight, like, as it gets closer and as you see more, like, I, oh, man, dude, this is going to be a fever pitch. Like, I think this is probably one of the fights I wish I had a ticket to. I wish I could have been there, bro. But Abu Dhabi so far. Yeah, y'all want to Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't like, know. That's crazy. Yeah. That, that should have happened over here. But, you know, it's whatever. Like, I think it should have happened in Brazil. Even better. Personally. That would have been loud. I wish, personally, I wish they would have done this in Brazil. And then this would have been Aldo's last fight. You put Oliveira and, and Aldo on the same card. That's right. a fucking banger of a card. Yeah, you're going to sell that out. Yeah, I, but I, I wish they would do more like I'll, continent versus or like country versus country cards. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, but as far as to the, to the question, bro, I actually I'll give it a top spot for this year, just because Izzy. All right, so Izzy Alex, obviously we know what that is. Like Alex is the is uh, well Izzy's um Izzy said that uh, Alex is the only guy that he hasn't beaten yet, and that's pretty obvious. Uh, so like obviously you have the history and everything. That's a huge fight. Um, maybe, but to me right now, it's not as big, maybe cause we're not, you know, we're not there yet. We're getting there. Yeah. But, um, like right now we just had the video package, like the, the video package they put out for it was nice. You know, like it, one of the best ones that, yeah, whoever, yo, honestly, whoever the, the guy or the people working at editing these UFC videos now over time, y'all have gotten really great. Oh, so yeah. I don't know if like. Each one, there's somebody new in there, but whoever, if you're, if the same person just evolving, good, good shit, bro. Like, yeah. y'all, y'all killing Hats it with these promos, yeah, <laughs> yeah, y'all, they kill, y- hat, bro. y'all over here digging into the archives of like other promotions to get yeah. footage and like, yeah, nah, 
yeah, I appreciate like the full effort. But I feel like, yeah, this fight's huge. I think it's the biggest one of the year. Uh, and the reason why fight hype and importance, like what's important, what's at stake, obviously the lightweight title. But when you, there's more to that. Like this is, this is basically like king of the jungle, dog. Like importance in this match is crazy. Like if you think about it, because if Oliveira wins, a whole bunch of shit happens. But if Makachev wins too, like it's just it's gonna shift the landscape no matter what. So that's why I feel like the importance level it's already there. You don't even need to ask about importance. Now fight hype, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Like these are two certified killers, one A, one B, in the toughest division. And honestly, bro, like I've, I, a lot of people are talking about this, probably more than I thought I would ever see. So. Uh, I, for this year, if I'm basing it off this year, like I think I could give it the top spot. Obviously, Jorge and Kobe for me would probably be it has to be top three this year just because of the buildup. But I don't know, man. I don't I don't see like fight hype and importance. I don't see any fight bigger than this this year. No, me neither. This is huge. Um, like I'm anxious. I'm over here just like moving my leg up and down. Yeah, like, I, I don't. I don't think. Um, I don't think there's a fight bigger than this. There, just it's crazy. just, and I think what it is is just, like you said, the history of it. That's crazy. Like I'm gonna keep saying that's crazy, is because like, I just never would have thought like, th- bro, if Oliveira wins, there's a chance Khabib comes back. No, you don't think so? Not even a chance. No, mm. I don't think so. You know what? I I would love to see Charles just like tap my boy out real quick and just go over and be like. I would love to see Oliveira fight Habib, <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna happen. No, I don't think it'll happen. But just imagine, you know, if he beats little Islam, I would love for him to walk yeah. over. <laughs> the reason I don't think it happens is Habib's over there too busy running Eagle FC. Um, he's you know training all these people. He's kind of filling his dad's role now. It's just like, and I think he's just. I think he's done. See, I understand what you're saying from that point of view. But also from another point of view, my man's talking shit though. Like, oh yeah, Khabib out here talking shit. Like, you got to be able to back it up, you know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, if I'm Khabib, I pray that Islam wins. Like, it would be if if Habib did come back to fight Oliveira, it would be Habib's biggest fight in his career. Huge, huge. Yeah. It would it would be bigger than Connor, bigger than any fight, obviously. Yeah. Cause and I think it would be the highest sold pay per view fight in history. I mean, yeah, the, Charles Dubronx went through the trenches this year, so like, and people still drag him through the fucking mud like he's nobody. Nah, he's he's definitely the UFC's probably he'll probably beat UFC's after this fight. If he wins, yeah, if he wins, he's megastar status. He's, damn, if he wins this, he's got to go up to at least number two pound for pound best fighter. At least, I don't think he could dethrone, uh, um, Volkanovski. Not, ooh. I don't think so. I'm sorry. Uh, Dude torched Max Holloway like he was nobody. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, torched the Korean zombie like he's fucking nobody. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's where it gets a little tricky because, like, you know, people can just... I don't know. It's fishy. Uh, it's, I, I it's, put Oliveira to strong, too. He can make a case for one, but I just think with the path that um, Volk has, has been on, it's almost hard to dethrone him. And I think it's long time overdue. Um, Obviously, when Usman was on his tear... I think he should have. He was good at one. Volk should have always been two. Not fucking John Jones, guy who hasn't fought in fucking 
whatever. My guy shouldn't even be top ten. Where the fuck know. has he been, bro? We'll talk He's about that. We'll talk about that later. The fuck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll shoot that at the um, end. <laughs> so, so oh well, we got the second ad to do, um, uh, which is the train wreck and fitness co. Now I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Just as like just a real quick. Um, usually Jay's the one that covers all the ads because Jay's the responsible guy here. <laughs> um, so I don't, you know, I'm I'm looking for the ad right now. But while I'm doing that, you know, um, make sure you click uh the link for Rogue. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the bio, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's important. Yeah, you you got to do all that. Um, all right. Sorry, I was stalling for a little bit because I was trying to look for this shit. But now I finally got it right here. So, our second ad is Trainwreck Fitness & Co. We are proud to be sponsored by Trainwreck Fitness & Co., where they make quality clothing that's 100% cotton. T-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops. Only colors available right now are white and black. Do you know if that changed? Uh, I think it's still that. Okay. Uh, you can check them out and place your orders on Instagram by searching Trainwreck in all caps, lower space, and, and Fitness Co. in all caps. In all capital letters. Well, see? There you go. Yeah. To place all orders, send them a DM on Instagram. Go follow them. Check out their designs. Trainwreck Fitness is savage, not average. Now that I read that ad over, I totally forgot y'all had hoodies. I gotta get some. Yeah. I gotta get one of each. So, I mean, but like I said, great sponsor to have. I I absolutely love the guy. Uh, John, right? John and Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo. Check them out on Instagram because they're... Savages on the pads and stuff, man. Them, them boys. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I've been peeping. Uh, this is just like you know me being a little selfish. I appreciate y'all because uh, <laughs> that shirt, I, I I abuse it. Like I I need hoodies now. I need more shit. So <laughs> y'all doing y'all thing. But we're gonna jump into uh, the boxing side of things real quick. Uh, we're gonna start off with obviously the biggest disappointment of 2022. Um. So last week. I don't know what type of time I was on. I'm sorry, guys. I thought last Saturday was fight day. No, I was a little slow. The, um, <laughs> not to cut you off, but the the I did too. Like last, yeah. I did too. I thought last Saturday <laughs> was fight night. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like I just been I've been lost. Like not I guess not lost, but like mm-hmm. I always think I guess because we got spoiled yeah. with events happening every weekend, yeah. and now that they're like every other weekend, yeah, it's like yeah, oh, a- there's an event this weekend, and then it's like oh shit. It's next weekend. Yeah, it gets a little like, and now that we're on boxing, I almost forgot there was an event tomorrow, which is wild. They're in Hellenius, but yeah. um, uh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But for now, I just want to talk about this because there's something to be talked about when it comes to this. So I don't know if y'all, you know, we most of us like that probably listen to this. I don't know what our <laughs> age uh, gap for people who listen to this are, but like if you're one of those that's, you know, was born like us 90s babies or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> You weren't alive for uh, Nigel Ben and uh, Chris Eubank uh, in 1990, okay? So like, that wasn't born then either. No, no, and that was, the, <laughs> and it was the biggest. Everybody says the biggest UK fight in history, right? So now you have the sons about to do it 30 years later. You know how big this fight is, and now the fight's off. Uh, Connor Ben popped positive on both his tests, uh, his A sample and B sample. Um, so. The commission won't let the fight go on. Eddie Hearn tried to appeal it. Didn't work. And now the fight's off. And I'm very pissed. So I just want to. I, I, it's because of PEDs. 
So here's one of the things, and we're going to talk about this later too uh, when it comes to Conor McGregor. But uh, for this fight, uh, what a what what a worse. There's no worse way a fight could have been canceled of this magnitude. I'm very like I, I'm just very upset as like a fan because I think. In a sport like today, well, in like in combat sports now, you know, like how people say we have politics, and sometimes you don't really get those once in a lifetime type fights. You know what I mean? Like especially where like the this this is a family rivalry. Like this is some creed shit. Okay, like, yeah, <laughs> that's playing out in front of us, and like it was literally like one of those one of these fights that we were just built up to. I don't even know if we might get it. Um, I don't think so. I think this was a one in, one opportunity type yeah. of thing, and I think with this happening, I think Eubanks just like, hey, bro, he was ready, and like yeah. as much look as much shit as I can, you know, as a fan, I like I like both guys. Um, I think I thought Eubank was gonna spark him. Yeah, I, I, I had it the other way. I just yeah. feel like I feel like Eubank was a little old, and him trying to do the catch weight at one fifty seven that only helps Connor. I think. Especially with his power, but obviously that go all goes out the window when yeah. you throw in the PEDs. So I don't know what the specific name of the drug was. It was I gotta check it, but chlorophen. Yeah, chlor chlorpheme or something like yeah. that. So yeah, I guess he had a wild level of it. Um, it wasn't even microdosing. That motherfucker was drinking that shit. Yeah, like he was just sipping this apparently. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And now the and now the fight's off. Like, and what I'm saying is like with the whole PEDs thing. Like, bro, this is like I said in the world today where we don't get mega fights, where we don't get super fights, where we don't get fights of actual importance. Sometimes, like, this is this is the fight. I'm not gonna say this is the fight that could have put everything back on track, but like, this is this is probably one of the biggest fights of the year, just in combat sports in general. Like, and the fact that now. This is taken off because of PEDs. Like, it's it's not missing weight. It's not some other thing that, you know, you can't control outside of it. It's something that you're responsible of as a fighter, and this is why we can't get this. Uh, Connor Ben, uh, like I said, I like Connor Ben as a fighter. Uh, this makes him look really bad uh, just because of, like, the importance and what this fight meant, you know what I mean? And all the hype, like, this is just looking really bad for him. Um, and, yeah, I think truly that this fight being canceled took a lot of money out of the sport. Uh, took Probably took a lot of eyes off of it for a little bit now. And we're probably never going to get the third fight in this long history. And it's, it's it just pisses me off, bro, because why do we have to use PEDs, like, why do people have to go to measures like this? Like, oh, it just it just pisses me off. Bro. All this money that you're about to make, and you just got to throw it away. That's all I want to say about it. Because we're gonna talk about more PEDs later when it comes to, like Conor McGregor or whatever. Like, but for right now, like I just want to leave it like that. That fight is just it's it's so sad, and I don't even think we'll get it. No, I don't think so either. Um, I'm just gonna touch on it quick. Right, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Mine's mine mine's gonna be a little more on like the. The comical side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how people get caught cheating in Modern Warfare Warzone and then they throw them in hacker lobbies? 
These dudes <laughs> that get caught with PEDs, they should just throw them in a ring and say, all right, you want to take PEDs? Fight this guy that also failed a PED test. And, and put them just, in all in a Grand Prix. And just let them, just have a PED league and just let them beat the fuck out of each other if they want to take PEDs. Yeah. Man. Give us the fighters that really want to fucking fight. I don't know. I don't. Huh. This fight is just going to be controversial. friends with me on Facebook. But that's what I'm saying. Like, this fight's different, though, Jay. Like, we know what this fight is. Yeah. Uh, so for him to do it on this one, this no, fight. No, I agree. Oh, um, my God, bro. So I'm going to kind of contradict myself here, but in two different sports. <laughs> like I said, if you're friends with me on Facebook, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I know you probably know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Barry Bonds over Aaron Judge any day of the week. Um, but I think, like, in a combat sport, PDs are fucking just stupid. Um, I do believe, though, at some point, people are just going to find out a way to beat the system. They know that they're going to learn how to cycle it. They're going to learn how to microdose it. They're going to learn to get away with it. And I'm sure like 40% of combat sports athletes microdose and cycle in some sort of way. Have to. Um, Some people just don't know how to do it, like Connor Ben, and they get caught. Um, You know, John Jones, uh, Bobby Green got Mm. popped. You know, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It it sucks because I think it's something that's just going to be a problem in in any sport, but combat sports especially. Because when you see these guys, like, you see some guys, they can't accept defeat. So what's when they know that they're slower and not as strong as the guy they're ready to fight, what's the best way to get faster and stronger? PEDs. Yeah. Um, Pretty fucking But sometimes it don't even make you stronger. It doesn't. It just makes you look more ripped. Hey, I don't know. To me, personally, I think it's stupid. Um, suspensions, fines, the whole nine should be handed down. Um, Ugh, I'm just... Even though, obviously, they're not con- they're not really contracted to fight in boxing. Like, they're contracted for fights, but they don't have, like, five-fight contracts. Yeah. I think he should be suspended from the, from the ABC across the board in every fucking state for a year. Yeah, he's still young. I or, mean, he, he and, fights, and he should be randomly drug tested every month. Yeah, like my that's my thing like his whole career and that's why it just it just pisses me off cuz he whole, has a good he had a good career uh, uh, and then to do this shit it's just like yeah, right. I mean, and that's my thing like you're, he's still young so like this is I'm not saying this is a good time for this shit to happen, but this is also a bad time for this shit to happen too like I think if you're going to do it the best time to do it is when you're old. I'm yeah. sorry, but like when you're, you know, if you're fucking Julio Chavez Senior, uh, Junior, Junior, like sure, go ahead, do it now. Nobody gives a fuck, right? Yeah. Nobody's gonna care. Your career's over. Who gives a shit? But like yeah, when you're your in the, almost the prime, when you're in the prime of your life, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. It, it pisses me off. That's and, what I'm saying. So I mean, you know, it's just frustrating. Like you said, it, this is a, a history, a family history fucking fight, dude. Like. I don't know. You this is this is this was gonna be the know. UK's biggest fight. If I'm his dad, I'm just fucking. I'm pissed. Yeah, I'm pissed, it, especially know. if I'm Chris Eubank Jr.'s dad, because he didn't even want him to take this fight. Yeah, I and, don't know. To do this shit is fucking. Yeah, bizarre. and like that, this just makes. I'm saying, bro, this makes Conor Ben look so bad. I do hope they run it though, somewhere down the line. You but know, like I said, I think there has to be stipulation somewhere down the line where like this motherfucker needs to nah. pass a random drug test every month every other month like just sporadically hit hit him with a fucking drug test 
You're right. Like, three I, times in a week, no, and then don't hit him one for a fucking a month. Like, throw his ass way off guard. I don't know. Call me crazy. I think they're going to make that fight for, like, next, like, early summer. Talking about May, June. I think we see it around the same time. Yeah. Oh. I'd say September. Oh. I mean, they. A lot of people aren't going to want to fight him at this point. Yeah, and then at at the end of the day, uh, it's it's like Chris Eubanks' dad said to him before, like, you know, he wanted to take the fight and say, give a fuck about what my dad says. Yeah. Uh, His dad originally said, wait a year. Yeah, I mean, this might be a chance to wait a year now for Conor Ben to try and work this off, try and get a fight or two under his belt. I don't think I don't think anyone's going to want to fight him at this point. I don't know. Like I for said, right now, I, I think I, yeah. I, I mean, I can see I why you say that, but at the same time, like I hope that's not the case because this is the first time that it's happened. And this I don't could kill your him. career, though. Yeah, it could. It could. This that's is one I'm... of those things like missing weight. You could come back from that. Taking PEDs. In boxing, in boxing, it's, it's never could a really good history. No, yeah. could really torture your career in a boxing world. Yeah. Um, obviously, inside of like the UFC, it's not going to torture your career. But in a boxing stance, it's yeah. yeah. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully, like I said, like hopefully he can get back on track and just focus on discipline and shit. Because you just lost out on a lot of fucking bread, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Like I hope, like and that's what I'm saying. It's Conor Ben. He's never had this issue before, and he's still young. Uh, I think he'll look at this as like, what the fuck? It was a big fuck up. Like, I hope you do, bro. Because this is. Yeah, I hope he was just trying to be like he was just cocky in his own head. You know, he was. I mean, you could tell. Throughout yeah. The, throughout the whole fight, lead like leading up to the fight, he was real cocky. Yeah, but I'm just hoping that maybe it was just. Hopefully, it's just a uh, um, a stage in yeah. his life where he was like, I'm gonna fucking do this because I really want to fuck this guy up. But yeah. then turn around and now he got caught and he's like, damn, yeah, I'm no, a fucking idiot. Yeah, no, honestly, like. This could add to it. It could make it even more bigger. But, like, the thing is, know. you have to. You Maybe agree. it didn't sell a lot of pay-per-views and they say, yo, he failed. <laughs> nah, I, I highly doubt I, that. I heard, I heard they sold out. No, they sold. Yeah. It was. I heard it was, like, I think the second highest selling pay-per-view this year. Yeah, so it's, nah, it's just no, sad, I know. I'm just, just being an asshole. Anyway, <laughs> uh, second point, because I want to move on from that shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, not the, that this one's much fucking better. Yeah. Well, it um, is, but it's not. That's what I'm saying, man. We have a shitty week in sports. So, uh, depressing. This, the, this, yeah, this <laughs> week, uh, earlier, oh, earlier in the week, if you were like tuning in, uh, up to the up to that point, Spencer Crawford was a go. It's just they were only discussing like little like revenue uh, revenue things. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of a sudden, that changed. Completely 180 that the fight now might not happen. So now you can imagine the face, my, like the look on my face when uh, now this all came out at the time when Conor Ben's uh, uh, A sample came up. Yeah. So this was literally at a time where I just saw a fight get canceled. Now I'm over here worrying about another one. So now I'm like, you can imagine my face. And now Spence being Spence. I think Spence is a man of his word, and he came out and claimed that 100% his fight, his next fight will be against Crawford. So maybe now they're getting shit back on the rails, it looks like. So my thing is, when I asked Jay, like, why is this fight taking so long? And I really want to know, like, what else could be holding this shit up right now? I think it's just two hard-headed people that just can't come to terms on the simplest fucking shit. Uh, And that's all, to me, that's all it comes down to. Yeah, like, I just think, but because like Crawford's given up, what's he give? What's he only taking like thirty percent? I know. I I heard it was a sixty forty split or sixty forty. But what yeah. they're talking about is like I think the extra things that are in dispute right now is that 
Spence might have some incentives or yeah. something that might, you know, that favor like extra bread going his way. And Terrence Crawford probably feels like he deserves. Yeah, he was like, yo, I'm giving you the bag. Yeah. I'm taking 40 fucking percent. Yeah. He, and he, now you're trying to make more. Like, and, and I get it. And he wants more. His way yeah. He's and now he's almost like, yo, now we're just splitting that bit. Now it's 60 40 me. Like, fuck yeah. you. But, and I think this just comes into play. Like, they really do want to fight each other. But they want fairness, yeah. And I and, and Crawford wants that fairness. Like, if you're getting incentives, dude, and I'm giving you more money, like, fuck you. Like, how how you how am I going to be the bigger person? And say, yo, if the only way this fight works is if I give you sixty percent, I'm in. And that's what that's I'm how bad I want to fight you. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's the thing. Like, it's sixty forty split right now. But like, the extra stuff that they're talking about is like. It's minor shit. Yeah, like minor shit that it's like it has to do with funds, but at the same time, you got to treat both of these guys equal. Yeah. And Terrence Crawford, throughout his whole career, you can never chronicle a time where Terrence Crawford has been unprofessional. So, like, I guess they, I mean, I, like I said, him making a statement, Spence coming out, assuring people that 100% this fight. I think this falls coming. on Spence. I don't think it's falling on Crawford. That's what I'm saying. I think it is falling on Spence right now, bro. Well, I mean, we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. It could be Crawford, but with Crawford giving up everything. I, it I have to look at it as it's on Spence's side because I don't see a guy who's willing to say, yeah, I'll take 40% is putting up a fit over some other shit. Yeah, like... I don't know. I I mean, that no. well... It's it just... I feel like it. We, we just need... This has just been so bad recently. This is the last fight we can afford for this shit to be canceled. They're already not fighting in November, like... I think they're already past that since they haven't yeah, signed. I was time. looking forward because I think they were supposed to fight November nineteenth, the same night as Izzy and Pereira. Yep. And like I was like, damn, that's gonna be a fucking wild Saturday. Mm-hmm. And now it's like it's still a wild Saturday, but now it's like I just don't know where they're gonna fuck put that Crawford. Like. Crawford's one of my favorite fucking boxers of all time. Nah, he's my favorite boxer ever. So. so it's like yeah. So like for me, it's kind of just like. I just, I can't, like, you know what? All I'm saying is, man, we got to get Crawford versus Spence. Like, at least we have to get that. I think we get it by the end of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. I'm going to say, I'm going to say December 3rd. That's a good save. That's a good bet. I think they'll move it there. Yeah. A few, two weeks back or three weeks back. I expect the contracts to be signed within, like, a week or two. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I think it's getting to that point. Yeah. Um, But as far as that, uh, the next point we got, uh, tomorrow... Probably the only eventful thing we got. Uh, uh, Deontay Wilder returns. I think it's on Showtime. No, not Showtime. Is it Showtime? He's highlighting a favorite view on some network. I don't know if it's PBC. I don't think no, it is. No, I think it's... I want to say it's Showtime. I think it's Showtime. Uh, so, well, you know, uh, Wilder is coming back into the ring tomorrow. Uh, he will be fighting Hellenius. Um... I just, oh, Robert Hellenius. There we go. Uh, obviously, you know, Deontay Wilder, 42-2-1, 41 knockouts. I mean, the guy is like a walking tank. Uh, and Robert Hellenius, 33 and 19 KOs. And this is an eliminator bout. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. There's a co-main event on that card that... uh. I'm a little excited for. And that's Kayla Plant versus Anthony Durrell. Uh Kayla Plant's last fight was uh against um Canelo. 
uh, for the undisputed uh, middleweight titles. Uh, we didn't know how that were, uh, went out. He looked pretty good. Anthony Durrell versus Caleb Plant as the co-main on this card is pretty nuts, though. Um, I think that's a fight that could have been on its own. But uh, as far as, like, I-, I-, I am excited for that. I want to see what Caleb Plant... I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big Caleb Plant fan. I'm not, not, like, super, like, standish. I'm not going to say all that. I just like how he fights. And Anthony Durrell is just a great challenge. Um, so that 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 fight deserves some attention, too. So if you have enough time to... The, the fight's on Fox Sports pay-per-view and on Fight TV app. Okay. So, yeah. Well, now you guys got the location. Um, 9 p.m. Oh, yeah. So, 9 p.m. on Fox Sports and where? At the Barclays Center. Oh, yeah. In New York. Yeah, well, Bomb Squad is going to be in full effect. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, those two, I mean, that fight alone got my attention. But to the main event, uh, yeah, um. I think this should be a fairly easy fight. I'm not super excited for it. I'm excited to watch Wilder fight. I no, yeah, I'm excited for Wilder. Um, this I should... do like watching Hellenius fight too, but I just think the style matchup in this one is just one-sided. Yeah, I mean, if you look at record-wise, people are going to be like, oh, you know, like, it's not that bad. One guy has two losses, one guy has three. Well, you got to remember that the one guy who has two losses probably took the L to probably the, most, the top heavyweight in the world right now. To a lot of people, um, I'm not one of those people. But uh, and Hellenius, can you remember the la- the three people he lost to? No, so yeah, uh, that just tells you everything you need to know right now. And this you dude, gotta look, yeah, you always got to look at yeah, you could look at records, but you got to look at who the losses are exactly because. And this dude has almost a 99 percent knockout ratio of 42 wins and 41 by uh, knockout. So yeah. Uh, I think he's going to send this guy to the shadow room. Now, when he does... Over in five. Yeah. Now, when he does, after the fight is where it gets interesting. Because I wonder who's going to be in attendance. I don't. There has to be somebody there. Tyson. I uh, Tyson, you think? Tyson will be there. To watch it? Yeah. Uh, but why? Because it's Tyson. He I mean, he's it. probably there to watch it. If I, But I'm over here thinking of, like, somebody's going to come into the ring. Like, he did for Andy Ruiz's uh, fight. Ruiz might step in the ring. I think Ruiz I might step it. in the ring. If I'm Ruiz, I am. Yeah. Hey. I mean, it's at the Barclays Center. He'll beat her. He's got to be. I think he'll beat her. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, hey. Listen, the heavyweights always show out for other heavyweight fights. And that's why I think Tyson will be there. Yusick uh, probably won't. I can see Joshua being there. I can see Ruiz being there. Oh man! If you have all four of the heavyweight, I could coats. I, I could literally see all of them being there. That'd be scary, yo. It's hey. not impossible. Hey, I don't yo. know if Tyson's gonna come over here. He might. He might not. But I could see Joshua. Uh, Adrian Bronner will probably be there. A lot um, of these guys. Yeah, Ruiz. I'm sure. No, I, I'm I, sure Ruiz is gonna be there. I just think he's gonna be there just to set it up. Cause I mean, hey, y'all know me. This is a good time for fight hype. Yeah, I already said my prediction. Deontay Wilder walked in when. Andres ha- arguably had like the most impressive fight of his career. Fight of his career. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like AJ, yeah, but that, everybody says that was a fluke, and the second fight proved that. But the fight with Luis Ortiz against a skill set like that, hey, that kind of impressed me. Yeah, so, it was definitely impressive. There was nothing that was shy. Yeah. So, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I hope everybody's starting to hear the noise about this guy now. But like, you know, Wilder walked into the ring, and everybody got a little hype because everybody's like, okay. Like, this is something, but you got to be Hellenius. If he beats Hellenius. And Ruiz walks into the ring. That heavyweight fight just became a lot more. Uh, Yo, even if I am Ruiz, uh, if Wilder does manage to lose this fight because it is combat sports, one punch can change the world. Um, 
I still go in there and just point at Wilder and be like, you fucking lost, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> nah, do it. Set up the fight hype anyways. Do it. Win or lose, Ruiz should just fight him. Yeah. Um, Because I think Ruiz is at a point in that career where, like, yeah, he could still fight for a title, but... He's young still. Just go out and just do what you got to do. Yeah. Just fight whoever. Fuck it. But I think him versus Wilder, win or lose on Wilder's side, I think that should be the fight next. Um, But if I'm Ruiz, if Wilder wins, I walk in there, I talk shit to him. If he loses, I go in and I talk even worse shit to him. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but I think Ruiz is not... I mean, Ruiz is now, like... He's not that go-happy little Mexican... Kid. No, he he flipped the no, switch, yeah, and now he he's like, fuck, yeah, he's, he's like, nah, fuck this smiling shit. Yeah, he's pissed now. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be a great fight. Yeah, whatever happened after that Joshua fight, that man, yeah. Nah. And I like it. I like what I'm seeing from Andy, because that's what I'm saying. Everybody was thinking, like, it was just three guys. It was just Usyk, Fury, and Wilder, and everybody was saying maybe Andy Ruiz, depending on what he does. Andy Ruiz has stepped up and said, all right, bro, there's four people now. Like, there's four people you guys got to worry yeah. about, and... And he said, you're not mentioning three without me. Yeah. He's like, nah. He's like, you're mentioning me in top three or nothing. But that's what I'm saying. I like that. I like that the man literally, like, he had a moment where he fumbled the bag with the titles. He lost. And then he just came back on something. I think that Joshua fight, losing that, did him well. I think winning the first time against Joshua boosted that fucking smiley bullshit. And then I think after he lost and everyone said it was a fluke. And, you know, you sit back and you read the internet, man, and it's like, Bro, you scroll down a Twitter feed after you just got knocked the fuck out or you got your ass beat for fucking 10 rounds or whatever. Bro, you don't want to read that shit. Nah. And that could that could change somebody. It really can. And I think it did. I think this dude's like, hey, I mean, I'm shutting every one of you fucking trash talkers right exactly. now. Exactly. And you know what, bro? Just think about this before we move on to the last point. Just think about this. Andy Reese has slowly been playing us. Like, he's been doing shit the smart way. He left. He left his original camp. Where he won the heavyweight titles, mind you, right? Left his original camp to go to Eddie Reynoso's gym with Canelo and yeah. Ryan Garcia when they were all there, right? He picked up on those techniques that, he, like, you can say that he didn't, but you can tell in his fights, like... You always need a fresh pair of eyes. Yeah, he's definitely picked up. He took what he had from there. He won his first fight in that camp. It was first and only fight in that yeah. camp against Chris Ariola. He left. Now he's with another camp. And you can see, like, all the things that he's taken. Like, he's in every camp, he's come out learning something different. It's like his arsenal is getting even stronger. Uh, I just like that. I like that Andy Ruiz is able to, like, literally put everything that he's learned together, like, everything that he's learned so far in all these camps together and just build a good fighter yeah. out of himself. Like, this guy really struggled. This guy really went through the trenches to get all this shit. He was at the top, had a quick fall off and had to work to get him back to the top and now here we are sitting talking about him as like one of the elite heavyweights top man. top four yeah well, if you take if fury is in full retirement he's top three if fury's not in full retirement he's top four yeah and like honestly for me reese versus fury reese versus wilder reese versus joshua is all good fights to me all of them are great yeah if he fights Usyk, it's not a good fight no, not Usyk. That's why I didn't say Usyk. No. Usyk I'm, well, I'm just, I know yeah. you left him out no, for you're a right. reason, but I'm just saying, like, people are probably wondering why, like, oh, he likes Usyk. Why didn't he mention him? It's simply because it's not a good fight for Ruiz in the, in the slightest. Usyk's too fast, too strong. He yeah. would just run fucking circles around him. Yeah, he, I don't, he wouldn't knock him out, but he would beat the shit out of him for 10, 12 rounds, whatever. Yeah, you don't want that. Ruiz would be way too tired to finish that fight. Yeah, it's and just that's all it is. Un but, unlucky is his body. Yeah, like I mean, don't get me wrong. I would like to see it, 
but it's not it's not my top five people no. I'd like to see him fight. No, I think the only way he would actually have the like chance in that fight is if you go the if he get if he went out there and he beat Tyson Fury <laughs> and he beat Wilder and he beat Joshua again, then he would have no choice but to fight Usyk. But it would have to happen in that order. Well, I think Wilder, Joshua, then Tyson, mm-hmm. then Usyk. Yeah, personally, that's the order he would have to do it in. And by that time, he's too old. So yeah, I mean, right? He's still right right now. He's still pretty young, though. Yeah, but I mean, four fights, three fights against Joshua Wilder and Tyson. It just he's bound him. to take too much damage in at least two of those fights. I mean, I think the scariest fight that he could take is Wilder out of all three of them. Think so? Just because he's the one that I mean, I think I because I just think Deontay when he lands, it's more like I'm trying to kill you. Tyson is more like. You know, like Tyson has all the all the he has the skill set. Yeah, uh, he he can knock you out too, obviously. But I feel like for somebody with Ruiz's chin, the only person that's really gonna like dent that motherfucker is is Wilder. I feel like just because that right hand is lethal. I yeah. don't know. Uh, him and Joshua. Yeah, Joshua too. Joshua's done it, like knocked him out. But like, yeah. the thing is, when he knocked down Andy Ruiz, <laughs> it's like Ruiz just looked up and said. And just got up and yeah. then came back in. Yeah, he said eye. same shot from Wilder. I think it's lights out. Yeah, that's but what I'm then saying. again, who knows? Because Ruiz's chin is fucking unreal. So, but he's he's definitely Ruiz. Uh, he's definitely giving me something to look forward to. I like this new Ruiz than I do yeah. the old Ruiz. Yeah, the old one I never really had interest in. Um, I like a fighter that's mean. Yeah, I like, like someone. I and I guess this goes. You know, I'm contradicting myself all day today, but you know, Wonder Boy is the nicest dude in the UFC, they say. Um, but it's like when he gets in the ring, he just he becomes a mm-hmm. violent person. Mm-hmm. Ruiz, when he was out there smiling, laughing, and joking, yeah, he was violent, but he's not even nowhere close to as violent as he is now. Yeah. Wow. This straight face, no bullshit Ruiz, I wish this dude would have been this his whole career because yeah, I mean, he would have beat Joshua twice. He would have yeah. already, he would have already fucking fought Wilder probably twice, and yeah. we probably would have had him versus Fury. Twice. To be fair, they fucked him in like a couple of his fights earlier, like no, just bullshit decisions. Yeah, but see, but that's you, you can't have the famous decisions. words. You can't leave the fight in the hands yeah, of the judges. You can't, which sucks. We see that year in a year out, and there's always at least one or two fights in a year in combat sport. Well, in combat sports as a whole, there's always like five or six fights throughout the year. You're like, how the fuck did this dude win? Yeah, I mean, but like I said, like before, we move on to the last joint. Only only scenario I see. Ruiz Jr. actually even putting up a fight against Usyk in any fight would be like if he took the Triple G route, which in my and what I'm saying in that is conserve all your energy because you know you're going to need get it later. beat up the first foot. Well, get not beat, beat up, up, but but because he can take, take some punches. Yeah, he can take the punches, especially if it's from somebody like Usyk, like not too not strong. Too big. Yeah, he's just fast. He's he just lands. Fast. He lands yeah. strong punches quick. Yeah, like he'll hit you with four or five shots, but they're not going to be like. Yeah. His four or five shots are basically like one hook from Josh. Exactly. And my thing is, if you play it that way, and Ruiz, Ruiz's body is actually like over every fight, he's slimming down more, toning out more. Yeah. So maybe, you know, I'm not going to say you're going to increase your tank by a thousand. That's not happening. Imagine but what I'm saying is... comes out with a six-pack one day? No, but I'm saying is, he'll, I think he'll be in way better shape by then if that fight ever happened. Like, yeah. he'll, he'll still have like the... The big, the big, like feel to him, but I think he'll be able to move around more. And if he's able to do that, I say conserve all your energy. And in like eight rounds, like the eight through like twelve, like that's where you really put the pedal on to the metal. Yeah, like, if you can rob a round in between, like 
Because that's my thing. I've always, like I said, I I say religiously that Usyk is the greatest heavyweight in the world right now. But if there's anything that Usyk probably might have trouble with, is if somebody with a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous right or like just dangerous hands. Period. And a and a chin. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and this is for me. So I guess for me, for Ruiz to beat Usyk. You almost you're guaranteed to lose the first four rounds. Guaranteed. Um, you don't want to obviously you don't want to you don't want to lose them ten eight, and you don't want to ins- absorb an insane amount of shots. But you do want to throw your shots, move. You know, obviously he's going to hit you with more. He's going to be more productive. But like you got to steal like a round five or a round mm-hmm. six, and then like seven to twelve. Like you really got to hammer down and and if you can you know, not take so much damage and mm-hmm. keep your stamina. Yeah, he has a good shot because in the long run, mm-hmm. I think I know Ruiz's chin is gonna be better. Yeah. Um and not he, that Usyk's chin won't be. No, no. But he has a granite chin too. But <laughs> but at the same time it's like one guy has the hands. Yeah. How many how many nasty shots can you eat? Because I personally think Ruiz hits harder than Joshua. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like if you're that, but that's why I'm saying that fight is a little tricky because, like, it is tricky. But think, I still think you. No, no, yeah, Usyk will win most yeah. of the time. But like, I'm saying, like, if you're Usyk, you don't want to be like how you how you were with Joshua. Like, you were testing his inside like fight scheme a little yeah. bit because you 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 were like uh, most of the time, you know, he was fighting from a distance. But when he came in close and threw out those combos, he did it quickly and got out. My thing is, and he was able to take punches from Joshua. My thing is, can you do? Can you afford to? Come in, do your little three, four punches with Ruiz, and risk trading, and risk some an cases. uppercut or risk a hook. Yeah, like and especially early. You in the fight, might be able to early, but as yeah. you get into them deep rounds, you don't want to do Depending on how many you've shots you've eaten or how many counters you've eaten, it don't look. Good. Yeah. So, but as far as like the, but that's a dream. Yeah. As far as the main event tomorrow, uh, Wilder should get it done. Um, I think he will get it done, and I think that we will finally see uh the first of like. The bit, the mega fights that I want to see. Which I is, think we're going to see the best Deontay Wilder we've ever seen. Oh no, for sure. I mean, his training camp still he's he still trains with the one guy. Uh, I forgot what his name was. Yeah, um, I don't remember. But it was the last dude. Just mentally, he sounds sound right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his training camp videos. I'm not going to lie to you. They don't look all that impressive. They look like he's been doing the same thing. But it's the fact that this man is still jabbing and still doing the basic fundamentals. Like, I mean, it's whatever. Uh. I don't hate it just because Deontay started at a late age when you think about boxing, when he started at 23. Yeah. but Most people are in there by 17, 18. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like, at the same time, like, for what he's done with the little that he knows is kind of ridiculous. So, uh, I just want to see I want to see how his technique looks this fight. Because I think everybody expects the power to be there, and we all expect him to win. It's just how is he going to look. And I think Jay's right. I think we're going to see the best version of Deontay tomorrow. Like, he might come out hopping. I don't know. He might come out, like, on his bunnies, like, just getting ready. So Yeah, I could see him coming out just fucking, like, yo, I want in and out. Yeah, let's see. So, uh, yeah, tune in tomorrow. That will be on Fox. Uh, and you said what else? Fight TV. Fight TV. F-I-T-E. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, that app. Man, I forgot about that shit. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that'll be tomorrow. Co-main event, uh, Caleb Plan versus Anthony Durrell. And the main event is Deontay Wilder versus Robert Hellenius. So, catch that. Uh, pretty sure there's going to be star power there and all that. So And it's a good fight. Uh, I think, you know, besides Hellenius being mid, uh, I think he's going to 
he's going to be that guy to try and trade. I don't think it's going to work. But Nah, it, that's exactly what it is. It's going to be a banger of a fight. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be in there swinging, but he's not I think he's that. nah. I think he's going to um, – I think Hellenius is going to try and push a pace he's not ready for. Yeah. Shadow Realm. And, uh, and yeah, they, he's going to be fucking slept. I, five or six. Yeah. Uh, and then the last point on the boxing side is, uh, you know, obviously uh, Canelo beat Triple G. Um, and everybody's kind of wondering. Over the past week, I will say this. Over the past week, Canelo's name's been brought up, but not because of what Canelo's going to do. It's what Canelo won't do. And that's my thing, bro. It's actually happening. You see how happy I am? It's actually happening. People are starting to call this guy out about people that he doesn't want to face. <coughs> David Benavides. Um, and guys like this, like... I think we see him fight Bivol again. Yeah, I think that's what's next for him, but I just think it's actually kind of... I don't think it's next. You don't think it's next? I think he's going to sneak another fight in and then Bivol. But who's that fight? Because, like, a lot is going on for Canelo right I don't now. Know. I don't know who... It probably will be fucking Triple G again. No, I'm just, <laughs> I Yo, just, honestly, I'll just play it I, off. But it seems like every contract he's ready honestly, to fight. Honestly, realistically, G. you know what I think? I think he fights Bivol next. I really do. I think he waits. He loses. He retires. He ain't retiring. How much you want to bet? He's too fucking hard headed. He won't. He won't fight anybody else. So you're saying he fights Bivol and he retires? If he if he loses. All right. I think he'll lose. How about how about this? We'll place that bet. The loser has to eat the one chip challenge. Oh shit! I'll take that. I just That's don't... if he fights Bivol next. Okay, yeah. stance. I'll take that. I'll take it's that. It's on episode nine. We'll timestamp this at one twenty four. Yep, yep. Hey, <laughs> hey, we'll save that. I don't know if y'all see anybody else fighting this guy because it looked like he don't want to fight nobody but Bivol. So I think I personally think he sneaks in one more. Damn, I wonder against who though. But I like, don't know. I don't know against who, but I think he but, sneaks okay. in one more fight. Somewhere. Okay, so this is what I want to talk about because this shit was important actually. Last week, I don't know if you guys uh, check out. I mean, a lot, a, a lot of people watch YouTube, but you know, if you're a combat sports guys like you know us, uh, I do follow Sean Porter's Podway podcast. Yep. Uh, on YouTube, he had Roy Jones Jr. on there last week talking shit, and they were talking, and the um. Sean Porter's uh, buddy, I forgot what his name was. Damn, I gotta keep, I gotta keep up with it. But he asked Roy. He was like, Roy, why does everybody keep duck? Like, why do you think Canelo's ducking Benavides? Because Benavides is obviously the other Mexican beast that's out here killing people. Yeah, he's um, undefeated, right? He's undefeated. Yeah. What, what's his? Do you I, know his record? Uh, he's. Uh, I think he's. Uh, Any like thirty-two and zero. Something some like, that. like that. Thirty-two yeah. and zero. Thirty-three and zero. Uh, but Roy Jones had. Probably the best answer, and he said like, basically he went over like, he he went he went over all the things that Canelo said uh, about the fight. But the first thing he started with like when he said, "Why does he? Why do? You, why do you think he's ducking him?" He said, "There's a lot of ways to say no, and that's true. There's a lot of ways today to say no, and that's all Canelo's been doing uh, is saying no. You say like, and that's what I'm saying. They brought up." He said he wouldn't want to fight another Mexican boxer. And what was Roy Jones saying? He was like, you fought Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. You fought probably the greatest Mexican fighters ever. Mexican fighter ever. His son. (laughs) You fought his son. Beat the shit out of his son. And you had no problem. But now that there's another guy with a title undefeated in his prime in the same division as you, you don't want to fight him because he's Mexican? 
and Roy Jones was right to call him out for that. Roy Jones was right to call him out for fighting guys that throw 50 to 60 punches in a round, and you expect him to go fight somebody like... Uh, you We see what happens when you throw B-Vol in there who almost throws 100 punches around with him. Yeah. Torched. And Be- Benavidez statistically throws almost 100 punches around, and he does that for almost 12 rounds consistently. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking punches, and it tells you the dude's got energy for days. And they're saying, and that's what I'm saying. He has electric power. Like it's not like his power ever fades. So like, and that's what Roy was bringing. Roy was like, you you expect him to go in there with somebody's gonna throw a hundred a hundred uh, punches around? No way. He ain't doing that. There's a lot of ways to say no. So I just don't see him fighting anybody at middleweight because I don't. I just think he looks at everybody at middleweight as like, you're not on my level. I got other things to do. Uh, like fight light heavyweight guys that I shouldn't be fighting, and there we go. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but that's I, his listen, next move to me. He's fighting before. I used to be a big Canelo fan. I, I don't want to say used to be. I still, I still am, like him. I just but hate his... I'm losing the love for him because I'm like I want to see this shit too. I just want to see to quit hiding behind the oh I'm not fighting my own Mexican brothers. Fuck that bullshit, bro. The money behind that fight is insane. Quit insane. fucking fighting Triple G. <laughs> And go fight somebody who's going to make you money. And, I mean, unfortunately, you're probably going to fucking lose. But I feel like Benavidez is waiting to get this stamp on his fucking record. And that's my thing. You said that, and then everybody's like, oh, why can't these guys just fight each other? They're always calling out Canelo. I'm like, look, at the end of the day, boxing is all politics, bro. You're probably not going to get any of the bigger fights between guys anyway. All they have is calling out the top dog. Like, if I couldn't get Caleb Plant... Versus David Benavidez or Caleb Plant versus Jamal Charlo or Charlo versus Benavidez, y'all better off like just taking whatever we get. Yeah. And Benavidez calling out Canelo, no matter what anybody says about his record, who he's fought, he's undefeated, and the guy is actually a legit threat. And that's what we want to see. We want to see Canelo take out the legit threats because he can, but he won't do it. There's like, I mean, you look at it right. People are now chasing Floyd's record. Yeah. At under at fifty and zero. Well, 51-0 and 0 now, mm-hmm. right? Because he just had that fight. Was it last weekend? Oh, but it wasn't a professional fight. It was an exhibition. Was it? I thought it was a professional. No, I thought he went like... to 51-0, unless people were just saying that. No, nah, they were know. just saying that. It was okay. his exhibition. It was right. that, the, the one in Japan, right? Yeah, I just seen he fought. I didn't know it was an exhibition. Yeah, I, I didn't exhibition. really pay that much attention to it. I do like Floyd, though. But um, but people are chasing that record, 50-0. and 0. Benavidez, yo, if he puts that stamp, of Canelo on his record, and he beats Canelo, which I personally think that he does. Um, it's almost like he would have one of the best undefeated records at that point, dude. Yeah, stamp um, his passport and ship it on out, dude. That's a fucking huge. Def- that's a huge win for real. I mean, and right now the one who has probably the most impressive unbeatable uh, undefeated record that's close is Terrence. I think Terrence Crawford has is thirty nine and 38 and zero. But, you know, he's up there in age now. I'm not sure. Is it, is it Benavidez? Fuck, man. I wish I would have remembered. Oh, I was I was checking it either way. I forgot. Because right now the dude with the most, the dude that's got the best record that's undefeated is like 42-0 and 0 or some shit. Is that Benavidez? Benavidez. I thought Benavidez was like 34 or something like that. Maybe I got the numbers backwards. Um, His, oh, he's 26-0 and 0 actually. Okay. Dave Benavidez, 23 by KO. So and I fucking now my brain is fried. Yeah, so and I'm gonna just look this one up. We're just just to be safe because I know he's up there. 
but there are there is a good list of people that are undefeated. Yeah, but I, I'm trying to find the one like I'm trying to find a close number. I, I I can't think of like all the boxers right now. Yeah, I just know that Terrence Crawford off the top of my head is high 30s. I can't think of anybody right now that's 40 something and no. But he has yeah he's 38 and no 29 by knockout. Uh, but obviously uh the thing is that he is how old? Who? How old? Oh, okay. Uh, Terrence Crawford is 35 years old. So he probably has a couple more years to fight. I don't think he'll ever hit 50, though. Uh, I think he needs to fight pretty consistently. But I think that's the guy right now who's closest to 50. And no, I could be wrong. I don't know. But I just well, know. Eight, uh, I know 30 and no. Gilberto uh, Ramirez. Gilberto? Gilberto. Gilberto. <laughs> you sound like you said Gilberto. Kill, Kill like, Bill. whoa. Yo, somebody make that into a poster. Isn't he... And he like forty and all. Ramirez, he is um, right here. I think that's what I'm thinking of. And he like forty, forty one, forty two. Oh, and, and he's forty four and all. Yeah, wow. and he's thirty one years old. Yeah, yeah, he's wow. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. That's so. That's who I was. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, he's Gilberto close. Ramirez. Yeah, he's close. But you see, that's what I'm saying. But nobody ever talks about no uh, that guy. And no. he's and I was drawing a blank. Um, but. Yeah, no. So uh I mean that dude obviously poses the biggest threat. Oh shit. I'm sorry to cut you off. Not I, good. I didn't know. Um I guess his next fight is against Dimitri Bivol, November fifth, twenty twenty two. Canales? No, uh uh Gilbert Gilberto, Gilberto Ramirez. Ramirez. Shit. November fifth, it's right here. Uh Dimitri Bivol. Uh twelve rounds Bro. in Abu Dhabi for the WBA super light heavyweight title. Whoa. All right, well, Wikipedia just gave me that info. All right, so let's – all right, hold on a second. <laughs> so, all right, fuck it. We'll throw That's this in the mix yeah, right now. It, I it, mean, this ain't nowhere even fucking – No, yeah. So uh, – Holy shit. So Gilberto, <laughs> he's a savage. Yeah. That dude's nasty. I mean, I, And I, the beef fucking 44 and 0? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like, like I said, I mean, he's I've heard six of him. fights away. And the – this is probably his toughest fight yet. If he beats Bivol. If he beats Bivol, he's going 50-0. and 0. And he's 31. 31. Floyd didn't become 50-0 and 0 until he was what? Like 45, yeah. 46? Yeah, and Bivol is how old right now? 29? I think so. 29 30? or 30. Yeah, he's around there. Yeah, he's so. between 28 and 30. Ooh, oh, my God. But this that's two dudes right in their fucking prime. Prime. Wow. I don't know if you know much about Gilberto, but... If no, you don't, like I said, I've heard about... I, I just didn't know about his record. Yeah. I've seen I was, him on cards. Yeah, if... If anyone that's not sure, watch him. He's one of those guys that goes out there. Yeah, he was, and he's a fucking animal. Yeah, he was a champion at super middleweight, forty-four and zero. Yeah, six fights away from being fifty and zero at thirty-one. Hey, and damn, his next fight is against Bivol, bro. Hold on, like I, I'm gonna so look you're that still up. Sure, Canelo versus Bivol is next. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You don't think Canelo's gonna try and sneak another fight in there? But is before that, then, I mean, Bivol's already... fighting next month. November fifth, yeah, but like my thing is, who you think Canelo's gonna wait? I, I don't know who's next, but I'm that's just saying. I'm you saying. Think, who else would he fight? I don't know, but you don't think that he's not gonna try and get a fight in between that? I don't know. I mean, you put the one chip challenge down, dog. So like, this is this is kind of dangerous for my life right now. But it's I'm playing. Well, no, with I'm it. saying if the next fight is Bivol versus Canelo. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, you can't ever take anything that Canelo says serious because after his last fight, they said, "What's your next uh, fight? Is it Bivol?" He said, "Yeah, absolutely." So we don't know. 
I have no fucking clue at this point. Yeah, but even if it is, I mean, the the one chip challenge is solely based off of Canelo's retirement or not. Yeah, that is true. I did say he would retire if he lost. Yeah, it's based solely based off the retirement. Uh, okay, well, I mean, but that's like I said, that's only if it's the next fight. If it's yeah. not the next fight, then it's we're not counting it. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's gonna be a banger. What day did you say that fight was? November. November fifth. November fifth. In Abu Dhabi. All right. Well, on next week's episode, we dive deeper uh, into yeah. <laughs> into Gilberto versus Bivol. Um, but with that said, uh, we're just gonna go into a couple little, you know, other news and shit. Yeah. Uh, this I I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really care for this. This is fucking stupid. Le'Veon Bell knocks out AP, right? No, sorry. Frank Gore? Uriah Hall. No, who? Le'Veon Bell just beat who? Oh, he knocked out Adrian Peterson. Okay, it was AP. Yeah, uh, stupid. Dumb as fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, it was a clean shot. I don't know. Le'Veon Bell's going to die. I mean, we just announced it. Just Uriah Hall is literally just... He's, he just retired. He just retired. Yeah, just retired. Now he's going to go fight this guy. I don't get it. Whatever. <laughs> Jake he's, Paul's next for Uriah Hall. He's going to kill this guy, though. Like, Le'Veon Bell don't do it, bro. It, yeah, you're literally... Look how well it looked out for Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul. You're literally taking a football player versus a professional fighter. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Um, yeah, that's why uh, we're not going to talk on that too much. Uh, I, I don't see this in Bell's favor at all. No, not at all. Not not in the fucking slightest. Uh, uh, the, <laughs> the second point... <laughs> Second point. The end. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, second point because we already know I, I, we just had to cover some of these things, guys. We have to. There, sometimes we don't have to be one hundred percent serious. Yeah, all it's the time, okay. That sh- that shit's a fucking joke. Yeah, I'm reading it was a stupid. I don't even know how much money's even involved in that kind of fight. Nah. I know we're trying to move on, but like, no, nah, you're good. Is there really any money involved no. in, in Hall versus Bell? No, it's just gonna be on one of these like little cards. Oh, you I knocked think. out old ass AP. Yep. Congratulations. Congrats. Now you're gonna go fight Uriah Hall. Nice. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, they always say you should walk before you run. Well, he's trying yeah, to run. This motherfucker is he's sprinting. Run. He's gonna run. This dude is trying out for the fucking Olympics, man. He is on the fucking two hundred meter dash. I My boy him, is out. I give him credit, but holy shit! My man went from fucking a six zero flat forty to a fucking four two forty on this one. Dead. This man is fucking out. Up. Well, second second point, Fuck me. Uh, Conor, <laughs> Conor McGregor's been away for a while. I mean, most of these were probably, like, some of these topics, this is probably one of them we're just going to, like, kind of, like, run through. Uh, uh, he has alleged there where he claims that are pretty serious from people close to his situation or whatever, um, which could affect, obviously, his fighting future. Maybe that's why he's not back yet. That's exactly my point. Uh, and I only put, is he done? do you think with a question mark because honestly i think at this point if he hasn't stepped foot in in the octagon if he really doesn't show any interest in actually fighting which to me he has never shown interest at all he just puts on twitter that after he just said well i forget how long ago it was but after he said you know he lost love for the sport after he made all this money like just call it a day dude yeah he's good i mean if he's if if he's all roided up wasting our fucking time yeah stick to doing movies Stick to fucking doing whatever you're doing, man. Yeah. Obviously, it's working out. Yeah, fucking horrors. You got all that money. Now you're fucking almost a billionaire. Yeah, part just, of your life away, 
Do whatever you want, bro. Yeah, take all the steroids you want and keep getting movie roles. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, who cares at that point? Who knows? You might be the next fucking Dwayne Johnson. I I don't know. (laughs) Doubt it. I doubt (laughs) it, too. But, I I mean, I don't know. If if you haven't seen him, he's fucking huge. Yeah, he's... Oh, yeah. And and I know he's been away for a while, but, like, if you look at a lot of the videos leading up to, like, current photos... Yeah. He never really looked that big, and then all of a sudden you see a photo of him, like, six months later... And the whole top half of him is fucking massive. That's just, but yet he's still the same size from the waist down. That's ridiculous. That's what makes me think he's on fucking something. For sure. But who knows? No, he's definitely know. on that. I mean, um, I think I think personally for me, Conor McGregor's done. I don't think he's fighting again. No, I think he's done too. Yeah. So. Um, however, on the steroid thing, said so we talk about it later. Um, yes. You're Bobby right. Green getting popped last <laughs> month or the month before. He said problem. he bought something over the counter and didn't know it had a banned substance. In but it. everybody does this. Everybody does that shit. I, however, I, I wanted. To, I do kind of believe him, in a, it, to an extent. Um, I don't know if he went to Walmart and bought it, but I do know that as a fighter, your main job is to make weight and fight to the best of your ability. To fight to the best of your ability is not on steroids, um, <laughs> or whatever performance-enhancing drugs you're taking. Um, however, I mean, he's never been popped before. This yeah. is the first time. You know, like, everyone gave John Jones the benefit of the doubt after the first time he got popped. Then he got popped again. Yeah. And then popped again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, now it's not. Now it's just it's fucking stupid. Stupid. So I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because it's the first time it's happened. Um, but with that also being said, it's like, it was just, it wasn't a huge amount. So it is possible that he took something and didn't realize yeah. that it was a banned substance because there's so many banned substances. Yeah, this ain't a Conor Ben thing. Yeah. No, when you when you you know when you get something and you read it, do you really read through the instructions? Do you really read the active ingredients, especially if it's something you take every once in a blue moon? Yeah, not everybody does that shit. So you're right. No, <laughs> do you know what the active ingredients are on fucking aspirin? No. no. And that's simply because what do we give a shit? Yeah. If it's something you've taken before. Or something you, I mean, you take on occasions, who knows? Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. And that's why I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Oh, Yeah. Personally. We'll, we'll see, man. I don't know, man. The speed, these shit is just ridiculous. It's off the wall in everything. Every sport right now. Right now. Like, I mean, it's, it's just. I MLB, Tatis is, I mean, that was like back then. But, you know, like MLB. The, it's just, yeah. Fernando Tatis gone because of PADs. Uh well, I mean, nothing in basketball right now, but y'all know. Like, Conor Ben just popped PEDs. Like, everything right now is just bad when it comes to this PED shit in sports. So Sports as a whole, yes. Combat sports as a whole. Yeah. It's there. We need we need to fix that. And like I said, I think majority of the population of combat sports is microdosing and cycling in some way. Some mm-hmm. of these guys are just way too fucking big. <laughs> yeah, that I... And some of these guys look like you see them one fight, and then six months later they're in another fight, and they're in a fucking complete different yeah. shape. Uh, and you're like, how? And I don't know. It's not God given natural. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the third point that I wanted to bring up, uh, it is uh, a women's fight. Uh, it's probably the women's super fight of the year. Uh, Clarissa Shields versus Savannah Marshall. Um, uh, I think it's happening at the O2 next Saturday. Uh, I'm I love watching Clarissa Shields fight. I talked about this last week. I just wanted Jay here this week so we could actually. Like just like just touch up on it. We're gonna get into it next week because it's one of the big events for next week. So I'm gonna put that down. I just wanted to touch up on it real quick as far as like his thoughts because I know last week I talked about it. So 
That's what I want to see. Your thoughts. Have you ever, like, have you followed Clarissa Shields' career, Savannah Marshall's career? Here um, there? They had a fight. Uh, I don't know if you know. They had a fight in the Olympics. Yeah. And uh, Marshall actually walked away with a W on that. And that's the on only a, L. On a UD, right? Yeah. That's the only L that Clarissa took. So yeah. this is kind of like. um, I have a long time ago. She was in but, MMA, too. Yeah. As of recently, no. Um, I'm a little well, that's good. off touch with her. But she's done more commentary recently, I should say. That. Yeah. So. I, I, I've always been a fan of Clarissa. Um, she's just a, she's a killer in, in the ring. And outside of that, she's just a great human being. So I've always been a fan of her, yeah. but, um, as far as like really paying attention to her though, I'm keeping a buck. You're good, bro. Not really. Well, I'm t- um, that's what I'm telling you. Like, uh, I know you might not be able to watch it, but this is a good fight. No, I'll watch it for sure. Hundred no, percent. This is this is something crazy. I do want to say because that fight got postponed, right? Yeah, it was supposed to happen. Yeah, something happened. It was with supposed the... to happen the first. Yeah, I first think it's... week of October. It was because the queen died. Yeah. So uh, rest in peace to the queen. Yeah. But, R.I.P. However, I think it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that but... they put this fight back. Okay, why couldn't they make it just the following weekend? Yeah. They allowed a fucking football game yeah. in fucking. London. That's true. But they cancel. They move this back a whole fucking month. Yeah, yeah that's on. true. I mean, you know, cut at least, me some fucking slack. Yeah, I mean, at least we're getting it now. Bro, if we could have had it this weekend, that's true. That would have been perfect. But now Fuck, we got to. Maybe cover. that's why they didn't do it this weekend. But yeah. still, yeah, we got to cover it. Shit. We got to cover it next weekend. All the shit that fucking we got to cover. Shit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just wanted Jay's thoughts on that. And our last bit, um, it's it's a little of like you know we have bits every week. Uh, so coming up with these, it's kind of a little, you know, you got to be a little more creative nowadays. Uh, I think this week I wanted to be like, just like a quick little, uh, on each of our parts on what we think is the biggest problem in combat sports right now. To me, I'll be quick. Cause you know, I already got my take on it. Uh, I would say, you know, you can look at PDs, you can look at all this, like, like, uh, politics, all this shit. I think the biggest problem right now to me is it. I'm, I'm not gonna hold you. Just the, the the CTE. I think and shit like that. Um, just because of the little that we do know, um, about it that we're just starting to get into now. Like I said, it goes back to the whole um Mike um Michael Gilliard thing earlier, where now we're starting to see like the company actually. Or like a, a certain fight organization actually like put the fighters' health first when it comes to uh, neuro neurologic stuff, especially with stuff that's happening with Tua and like all these people in other sports. You know, like CT is a big thing, and I'm not saying it's a big problem right now, but Gilliard being the first person to go through this, I don't think he's the last that we're gonna see. No, and um, and it's about, and I think that you know the CTE stuff is like. It it does put everything into perspective because if people are like questioning whether their kids should even play football because of shit like this, so like, you you watch people go in there and kill each other on the, in the octagon or in the ring, uh, it's like how you know those same people are probably like how how to just how we just let people just go on screen just beat the shit out of each other, uh, so I mean as I, I will say that like combat sports as a whole as long you know like with technology and everything is advancing for better, but. Um, I still think that due to the little that we do know, 
Uh, and sometimes freak accidents happen. Like some guys can, I don't know if it, how long ago it was. It was a couple years ago. I want to say some guy had like, was in a boxing fight, uh, took, uh, he finished a fight, I guess like all 12 rounds or whatever, went to the hospital immediately after and just got like, Oh, I guess he died in the hospital due to brain trauma. I got to find out the story. It Dude, literally happened like a couple years ago. A, a guy last year, yeah. two years ago in BKFC, got punched in the head, knocked out, fell, hit the back of his head. Um, He woke up. They got him up. They said, how you feeling? You know, checked him out, everything like that. They said, all right, you're going to go to the hospital, get a brain scan done, make sure, you're, you know, everything's mm-hmm. straight. Um, And they sent him home, and he ended up dying. Yeah, so like... I think CT is something that um, we're doing. I think everybody's doing enough that what they can to learn more about it and to like try and see like the science of it. I just think right now, only because of how little we know about it, and now we see like what it's doing to actual people who are retired that played sports or like did football or like any combat sports. You see, like people who are retired, like we remember Muhammad Ali, who had like Parkinson's and. All, all, this, all this shit, like, you look at him, was not the same. A so. laundry list of fucking stuff. Yeah. yeah, and you know, like, now that we're getting all these guys coming up at the end, like Donald Cerrone, I don't, I love Donald Cerrone. We don't know how Donald Cerrone might look in a couple years because of all this shit, like. He could literally be dead by the time he's 50. Yeah, so, you know, I, I just, that I think that's a problem, but only because of how much we really don't know. Uh, I don't know about you, but that was my take on um, this. So, CTE for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat, mm-hmm. but. I also, you know, for me, the CTE is definitely, you know, if you wouldn't have said it, I would have said it. But I'm going to go and I'm going to say right now, I think, I want to say PEDs. But like I said, I've talked about it already. It's just, I think majority of the population is, uh, of fighters is on it in some sort of way. Yeah. Um. And I think it makes it dangerous to the CTE because yeah. I, it doesn't always make you stronger or faster. But if you're consistently working out, it's going to make you faster and stronger. And I think, you know, it plays a serious role in the, in the CTE shit. Yeah. Um, you know, us as humans, we're built to fight. It's in our nature. We're, that's just what it is. Exactly. Um, some people don't like to do it, but some people love it and get paid to do it. Thrive um, So I, I guess for me to play onto yours, I'm going to go ahead and say the PEDs I think is, is a big deal. Um, simply just because, like, like I just said, it, it's, it puts people in danger. Not only yourself because you don't know what it's doing to your insides, but the extra damage you're putting on the person in front of you is nuts. Is is insane. I mean... You know, it's just, I don't even know how to really put it. Um, it's just like some of these guys, like Melvin Gilliard, right? He's getting fucking smoke, and now he can't fight in the state of Florida. He can't fight in the state of Colorado. Sad, man. If the BKFC even puts him on another card to try and get him a license, I'd be fucking shocked. They fought, they fought so hard. They started out in Montana. Montana was the first place that said, yeah, you guys can bare knuckle fight Mm-mm. in our in our city. And they had like their first two fights or three fights there. And then they started going to Florida and then they started coming to New York and Alabama and, and, uh, I don't remember if it was Mississippi or Missouri. Like 
they just been all over the place now. Now they're now they're hitting all over the place, and it's like for them to come such a long way. Do you really want to put that into in jeopardy? Like I don't know, but it's nice to see that they're taking those steps well, to ensure that the safety of these people. But at the same time, like you almost have to take a deeper dive into these people, yeah. and, and I think more random drug tests will do that to keep people authentic. Yeah, I mean you're right. Uh, more pop ups. That yeah, keeps I the think, people clean. and I know they pick and choose people, mm-hmm. but I think, and they do it solely based off of size. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I mean, come on. <laughs> Who the fuck's going to go out here and drug test Kai Kara France? <laughs> you know what I mean? Who's going to go out here and drug test fucking Brandon Moreno? Yeah. Like, you're not going yeah, to. Yeah, it reminds me of when Kevin Lee was getting drug tested so much. Yeah. And you and know, I, like, I'm surprised they don't fucking drug test, like, Francis Naganu more often. Yeah. Like, I'm shocked they didn't drug test Brock Lesnar more often. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah even though he got caught with shit. But, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm shocked they just didn't do it more. Yeah. Um, But I think when they caught him, I think it was kind of like, wasn't that towards the early part of his UFC career? Like, yeah, coming and right out was, of WWE. Yeah, also, and we all know them fucking guys are juiced yeah, up. Yeah, he also had, like, that uh, stomach or something he had. He has that yeah. uh, uh, disease. I yeah. forgot what the fuck it was. I, I know, yeah. And, and I think that's what his medicine was... To help prevent that. That, that was the early pop. Yes. I don't know about the latest pop when he fought Mark Hunt. Like, that one just seems know. like he, he was older and I, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think he does PEDs, but that was just a rare occurrence. I don't know. I have no it's hard to tell because there are people that can naturally be that big. Yeah. Some people have it genetically. Genetically, getting that big is is there. Yeah. People can genetically be that big. You look at their families and they're fucking huge. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I just. So, well, I mean, I like. I like that we brought the different perspectives, though. Cause my, my kind of plays into yours, and it's just like, for me, PEDs, and for you, it's CT, and they play hand-in-hand. Hand. They, they play hand-in-hand. Hand. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, and those are the two things leading to a lot of shit, especially right now. Yeah, I mean, and not even just, I mean, we're combat sports, but you talk about it as sports in a whole. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, combat sports is obviously, like, hand-to-hand combat. Exactly. But, look at football, dude, and I said it earlier, but Tua... Yeah. Dude had a fucking seizure getting slammed into his head playing four days later after yeah. suffering a concussion. Yeah. And then you see Naheem Hines get up yesterday, and the dude looked like fucking Stipe after he got punched in the face by Francis. Yeah, like, it's and just then, like, you see now, you see all yeah. this now playing out on a world stage yeah. now. And I think guys that get knocked out in a fight personally shouldn't be able to fight. Like, I don't think Tony should have been able to come back and fight that, that, that soon. soon. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, but... You're right. The athletics commission should have been like, "Hey, bro, no." Yeah, so you gotta come down to those guys too. So. Yeah, it, it falls on a lot of people. Yeah, one, it falls on the company themselves for being like, "Yeah, you know what? We can book Tony." Money. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's the thing is like, who's to say these athletic commissions aren't taking a, a little extra pay to pass a fighter? That's true. Um, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist on the bullshit, but, but like. It's not impossible. No, it's not. It's plausible thinking. It, it is. It is, and it, you could say it's a conspiracy theory, but in reality, it's something. You know, it's like We're a lot of people about. have the "oh, not me" attitude towards it, but mm-hmm. no, it's it happens more than you fucking think. Exactly. And you know, Tony Ferguson's always going to draw a crowd, no matter who he fucking fights. You could put him in the ring with Francis, and it's going to draw a huge fucking crowd. Yeah. Because everyone's going to want to see how Tony's chin holds up against Francis. Yeah. You know, like. And that's really what it comes down to. It's just um, CTE is definitely a serious thing, um, and it's sad. 
because you see a lot of people off the fucking rails. Mm-hmm. They get it, and it's under, out of their control because well, it's not. It's out of their control. I'm not even gonna say it's not, but it is. It's out of their. They can't do nothing about it because there's nothing we have on Earth right now that we know of to help them with that. There's no yeah. medication. There's nothing, and and yeah. these people end up turning fucking into loose cannons, and it, they either kill themselves or they kill somebody else and then kill themselves or. You know, they end up living like Antonio Brown off the fucking wall, you yeah. know, in swimming pools and shit. Nobody fucking knows. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It, and it sucks because, you know, you see these guys and you're like, man, that dude was like, we'll use Muhammad Ali. We'll, we'll stick to the combat sports stuff and stop going to other sports. But you look at Muhammad Ali, man, you look at how he was and then how he progressed. And it's so fucking sad to see what he had to live through. You know, that ass. Um. He was he he dealt with a lot of after like, being an icon, on and off the foot in, in and out of the ring. So I don't know, man. Um, CTE would have been mine, but you picked it, so I wanted to go a different route. <laughs> it's but good though. I they still end up talking more about CTE, but yeah, I don't know. I think, like I said, Peds for sure play big into the CTE world, and I think they got to start doing more pop ups. They got to start drug testing everybody fairly. Yeah. Um, and even if they're not even in a, on a fucking fight card, if they're on the active roster for the UFC or Bellator or PFL or one LFA, uh, I, I don't care. You should be drug tested at any given moment. You don't even have to have a fight coming up. Got get, but hey, got to guess what, bro? Here, oh, you're uh, Nick. You're part of Nate's entourage. Hey, you're taking a piss test too because mm-hmm. you're on the active roster. Got to. Just That's got just the way I look at it. Safer I, I mean, sorry. You know, you might be like, oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if he's smoking weed, whatever, fuck that. But test for the PDs, not, yeah. the, not the marijuana. Yeah. Obviously, test for some other fucking wild drugs. But outside of that. Well, guys, uh, that was episode nine. Um, Not much going on this weekend, but the Wilder fight. Next week, the outline looks insane because of everything that's happening, but uh, you can guarantee we got a we're gonna have a touch up or a f- big preview on um Shields and Marshall. Uh, I don't know. Is there UFC next weekend? Mm-hmm. What's what is it? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's pay per view. The pay per view is the week after. No, it's a free one. It's um, two girls are fighting. Yeah, <laughs> they're uh they're headlining it. It's uh Grosso versus Arugo. Oh, okay, yeah. Club Swanson's back. Askar Askarov versus uh, Brandon Royval. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Neil Magny versus Daniel Rodriguez has been canceled. Wow, really? Yeah. All right, well, I mean, we got stuff for you. We got stuff to talk about next week for sure. Yeah, because, um, yeah, uh, it's just, I don't know, man. Yeah, we'll I'm be. So sick of fights being you go, canceled. <laughs> you go, uh, yeah, so next week, you know, we'll be recapping, obviously, uh, uh, Hellenius and Wilder uh, will uh, get into Shields versus Marshall, like little stuff like that. Uh, obviously, we're all, we are taking suggestions from you guys as always, so keep flooding us with topics, keep flooding our page. Um, uh, as always, I thank you guys for the support. We can't, you know, do any of this without you guys being here and helping us out. So yep. we appreciate that. The, um, the listeners, the sponsors, all you guys. Uh, yeah, everybody. I'll make this big. So uh, we got some big stuff coming up as uh, just Jay just alluded to next month. We got um, the the Pereira and uh, Izzy thing going on with uh, our sponsor GHU. So, and we're probably going to have a, we're going to have, a, we're trying to get a guest uh, 
for um, one of yeah, our... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to reach out to a couple of people so we can pull out. Yeah, so, you know, we got, we're about to hit our 10th episode, which is pretty, pretty fucking, a pretty it's, big deal. Hey. To me. <laughs> it's yeah, us. To it's too. a pretty big deal, yeah. Well, we, we... I mean, even if nobody listens, just sitting here shooting the shit is a great time. Ah, yeah, we love um, this shit. But we like that people out here actually listening to us. Yeah, our bullshit. Yeah, so we we appreciate <laughs> our hot all. takes, our not yeah. so hot takes, the whole. Night. Yeah, we it's appreciate a, to all yeah. you people listening. No, nah, we me. really do, man. Make sure to check out our sponsors, GHU Game Station. Uh, make sure you check out um, Trainwreck Fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rogue. Yeah, we're gonna get that link in the bio. Um, use checkout code sixteen ounce podcast sixteen. O Z. <laughs> podcast we gotta put that in there um yeah uh, uh other than that though i mean that's that's really it but we really do appreciate all of you we can't wait to put out episode 10 yep uh i wish it was a bigger weekend for episode 10 but it's okay we're gonna have fun we're gonna, I'm have gonna fun. make sure i find us a good guest yeah we're, we're gonna have some fun bro let's get it or on if you find one or maybe we'll bring in like six fucking people i don't know and have like a four-hour episode it's whatever <laughs> Um, it will be here from five o'clock to fucking shit. ten o'clock at night. I'm in. Shoot I don't shit. give a fuck. Man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, you know. So, uh, as always, you know, this was a wrap for this episode. See you guys next week. Uh, Duve signing off, and Jay is on his way out. You're never gonna make it, you're not good enough There's a million other people with the same stuff You really think you're different, and you must be kidding Think you're gonna hit it, but you just don't get it It's impossible, it's not probable, you're irresponsible Too many obstacles, you gotta stop it, yo You gotta take it slow, you can't be a pro Don't waste your time no more Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I don't give a damn if you say you disapprove I'm gonna make my move, I'm gonna make it soon And I'll do it cause it's what I wanna fucking do Cause all these opinions and all these positions They come in and...